0: The following is another Power 99 Sports presentation. Classic Hits Power 99 Sports presents high school football.
1: Third down and all of five yards to go here at their Arcadia Loop City 38-yard line. Send twins out to the left, tight end to the right, fake the handoff, little hitch and go, went go a little late to minors. picked off by Rogers at the 17-yard line.
0: Tonight, a district title is on the line in Class D1 as the undefeated Elm Creek Buffaloes host the Arcadia Loop City Rebels. High school football and KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club.
1: The lineup in the I formation, Perez the I back, McCarter takes the snap, rolls to his right, wants to throw, looking, looking, and here he is scrambling, now he stops and throws to the end zone, open, caught, touchdown, Miner got free.
0: After dropping their opening week game to Fullerton, Arcadia Loop City has rolled to six straight wins. Elm Creek is unbeaten this season and looks to avenge last season's loss in the final game before the playoffs. It's the Rebels and the Buffaloes coming up next. But first, it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take you live to Elm Creek with Power 99 sports director Doug Duda right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids.
2: This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer independent representatives. And good
1: evening, everyone from Elm Creek. It is time for game two of today's high school football doubleheader between the undefeated Elm Creek Buffaloes, ranked third and fifth in the state at the major publications. And they're taking on the Arcadia Loop City Rebels, who beat Elm Creek, keeping them out of the playoffs in the regular season finale last year, and that allowed Arcadia Loop City to go in and play into the quarterfinals of the D one state football playoffs in their first year down at Eight Man. Doug Duda with you here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. here on Power ninety nine and on the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps dot com. Of course, our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Lexington, Holdridge, and Lincoln. And on this Thursday night, of course, the final week of the regular season, there are a lot more football games going on. South Loop is playing at Amherst in this district tonight. Almas taking on Arapahoe. Ansley Litchfield taking on Burwell. Also a district game here in D1. Broken Bow is at Centura. SCM playing Eustace Farnham. Shelton's at Fullerton. Uh, down the road in Gothenburg, another district championship game going on as Gothenburg is taking on Ord this evening. Also Bertrand is at Pleasanton. Some of the big games in Class A tonight. Lincoln Southwest at Lincoln High. Millard South against Omaha Westside at Omaha. Bryan is taking on Papillion La Vista South. We've got a full slate of games for you coming up tomorrow as well. Here on Power 99, one of the most intense rivalries still in the area. Gibbon will be at Wood River. We'll have Kearney Catholic Holdridge on ESPN 1460. Cozad Adams Central on ESPN 1550. Huge game in Class B. A pair of 7-1 and one teams playing for the district title tomorrow night. Northwest will be taking on Hastings. And we'll also have Blue Hill Axtell coming up on The Breeze, 94.5. We'll recap our Overton-Elwood game from this afternoon a little bit later on here on the hogan Hybrids pregame show. But you get into a game tonight that has a lot of excitement. Arcadia Loop City, since dropping that opener to Fullerton, has really put together a fine season. They set it 6-1 and one on the year with just about everybody back from last year. In fact, we'll give you the starting lineup, and some of the guys in the offensive and defensive starting lineups may not start, but they rotate in. A kid like a Preston Rogers, a kid like a Logan Gregory... uh, Ty Caleros. There's some other kids that were a part of this football team last year that helped contribute going down the way and uh, we'll have to keep an eye out on a couple of the injury situations tonight as well. For Elm Creek, boy they were picked kind of in the middle of this district. Even though they had a lot of guys coming back, they struggled to a 3-5 and season. Very unlikely for an Elm Creek Buffalo team, but they've got some good players back and not a lot of seniors, although Karsten McCarter is a senior quarterback. He's behind his big senior center, Jay Swartward. And he likes Blake Engenberger as one of his big tight end uh, targets out there. But Xavier Perez, the tailback, is the leading rusher for the Elm Creek football team this year. So should be a good one tonight. Elm Creek, I think, has the possibility of being the number one seed in the West if they can get the win this evening. Elm Creek, over the years here, has really had a lot of big games in the final week of the regular season that have determined in South Lupa with a home-and-home here a couple of years ago, determined where they ended up in the playoffs and really a playoff atmosphere. Here tonight at Elm Creek So Arcadia Loop City and Elm Creek Coming up here on Power 99 We will hear from the coaches Mike Scott of the Rebels And Jace Doolin of the Buffaloes In just a little bit Also a reminder that you can listen uh, To our Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month Get your submitted uh, nominees in Brought to you by B&B Carpet of Donovan So a Thursday night of high school football Here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com We'll be back and hear from the coaches Right after this
2: on the Hookerbier Hybrids pregame show here on Power ninety nine, a dandy to wrap up the regular season in Elm Creek as the Buffaloes
1: welcome in the Rebels of Arcadia Loop City. And as we know, they made a heck of a run last year after a rough start. That transition from eleven to eight man, and uh, they're looking to get back in the playoffs and maybe take home a district championship today. Head coach Mike Scott is with us here on Power ninety nine. And coach, I guess you make it interesting. There's no need to get out of the gates with a, a win, but uh, ever since that opening night, your boys have been playing some pretty good. Fl- Football and probably played pretty good football on opening night. Fullerton's turned out to be a great football team as well. I guess the question is, as you get ready for this season finale, has the team produced like you thought they would?
5: Well, actually, you know, I feel we've actually went farther than uh, what I thought we were going to be. I never thought that we would be uh, quite as successful at our passing game as we've become more than pleased with the way Jaden Jones has been doing the ball, the way they drew and. And Preston has been catching the ball, and we just really, you know, when a running game starts to run into a buzzsaw, they load the box up on Those guys just find a way to loosen the up because, you know, they're, they're just awful tough with downfield threats. And Clayton Dallas has done a nice job, and they get focused on that wide out, and all of a sudden he sneaks out there from tight end. And our well, passing game has really stepped up, and I think it's, honestly, I think it's the difference in our team this year because, you know, we, we relied so heavy on, uh, Came Jusik last year. The teams just start focusing on him, and and uh, this passing game has really made uh, his life a lot easier. Well, last year,
1: obviously, you had some injuries that made you switch what you wanted to do. You went to the Wildcat. Uh, you had a variety of different looks. You've been pretty stable from a from an entry standpoint. Do you still use that many different looks uh, from time to time?
5: Well, we've we've got about three different formations that. Uh, we like to run from. Uh, we have to tweak them every now and then, you know, just based on what defense is going to is going to put up against us and the scheme that they have. But for the most part, you know, blocking like scheme tries to stay as solid as we possibly can. We haven't had to resort to wildcat too much this year. Uh, it's just uh, one of those things that uh, it's nice to have in your back pocket. But uh, we've been able to move the ball effectively out of the tee and uh, give us a little bit more versatility than uh, maybe a, uh, a two-back set does. But uh, it's nice to know that when you need a couple yards, you know, a big lineman out in front and have acoustic few behind them is, is, a, is a nice uh, thing to have in your back pocket.
1: Yeah, big boys, and uh, as we said, just about just about everybody back uh, at the starting position, seven on offense, six on defense from last year. And Mike Scott, the head coach at Arcadia Loop City, is with us. With all those kids back, Coach, did you tweak much or add much from what the team did last year when they made that playoff run? Uh, we
5: haven't added a whole lot. You know, we try to keep our scheme as consistent as possible so the kids don't have to know the whole lot. You know, we, We've been emphasizing speed. You know, as big as we are, you know, uh, if we don't move, you know, it just becomes a heavy to the offense. You know, big guys stuck in the hole doesn't really help us out much. So we've really been focusing on getting off the ball, you know, getting to your second-level blocks fast. You know, we want to be running to our blocks rather than maybe waddling to our blocks, like I like to call them sometimes. But, uh, you know, we, we, we feel that we're getting faster on of the offensive line, and, and that's kind of what our uh, the difference this year in success, really.
1: I think one of the interesting things is, is and we'll hear from Coach uh, Doolin here in a minute. Everybody kind of believes that you're the bigger team and that they're the faster team, but they're not exactly small. They've got experience back on the line, and you, as you just said, have some speed. So, do you think that this will not necessarily be your bulk against their speed? It's going to be a lot more even because we've already joked this could be a
5: seven nothing football game. Oh, this yeah, no, there's. This. They've got a lot of speed all over the field, but if you stop and think about it, they're more than just that. They've got big guys, and, and their guys are all basically returning too. I mean, they're they're solid uh, nucleus. They've expanded their offensive playbook immensely, a uh, lot more threats this year than they, they had in the past. Uh, and then, like you said, we've got more speed than uh, than we had before too. So it's it's, it's going to be an interesting game. Uh, I mean, it's it's probably going to come down to special teams. Or defensively, whichever one makes uh, maybe the whichever one offense makes more mistakes. You know, it's it's uh, when you're when you're tighter the two teams are. It's it's going to come down to execution on both sides
1: of the ball. Our Katy Loop City coach Mike Scott with us here on the Hogan Meyer Hybrids pregame show. I think one of the things, or maybe the number one thing that stands out to me, coach, when you look at all the stats and the scores and the schedule and everything, is that. In this district, which is regarded as one of the toughest, if not the toughest, in D1, you have held three of your four district opponents to a single score. How good is your defense, and what is making him that good?
5: Well, i got to tell you, uh, Aaron Abe is our defensive coordinator, and he has done great with these kids. It's his first year uh, doing this, and uh, 15 have so just been... Spot on for every team that we've played. And he, he uses everybody's strengths, puts it in the best position. And uh, not only that, but his school is, has been working for us, too. You know, we struggled a little early on with pass coverage. And then we just took a couple weeks, and we just decided that was what we were going to focus on. And since then, you know, we've I, I don't know the exact statistic, but I don't think anybody's had uh, uh, over 100 yards receiving on us. In the last couple of weeks. So I think we've really done a good job of shoring up our pass defense. And they are one defense. We haven't given up a 100 yard pressure yet. Boston hasn't allowed a team down 100 yards. So defensively wise, you know, we're about as solid as we can ask for. I don't think we can ask for much better. Uh, just gotta keep achieving every week and staying consistent.
1: And I guess big picture here, Mike. Uh, I know in the end, it is what it is, and you'll play who you play, whether it's home or away, but uh, your wild card points haven't exactly helped you out this year. Uh, this might be an important game, not only to win a district title, but to play at home of all the one-loss teams in D1. You guys are the farthest down the list here. Is that something of importance that you need to win to move up the point structure tonight?
5: Uh, we haven't even we haven't really looked at it. <laughs> You know, we've just been letting things fall the way they've been. I guess I glanced out here a while back. But, yeah, the, uh, the, the win against Elk Creek would, would help us in power points. You know, it would keep our feet high, we'd, we'd have a chance of, uh, well, we'd have a home game if that was the case. Uh, we, we definitely would like to, you know, go into the higher seed. Uh, it just, it really comes down to just, like you say, just. Who you play and when you play, and where you play, and hopefully you execute. It. And uh, you know, for us, it's it's just uh, one game at a time. That's what we've we've been been telling each other. And uh, you know, we're just hoping things fall where well, they fall for us. It's gonna be best for us. And right now, we're shooting for a win on Thursday.
1: All right, coach. Uh, looking forward to seeing these rebels make another run deep into the playoffs. And a best of luck tonight against Elm Creek. Thanks, Doug. Appreciate it. You bet. Mike Scott, the head football coach of the Arcadia Loop City Rebels, and we'll be back to talk to Elm Creek Coach Chase Doolin here on Power 99. You're listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show.
6: Buzz's Marine of Kearney wants your boat, and they're going to make it more than worth your while. Right now, if you trade in your used boat for a brand new boat, your winnerization is on Buzzes Marine. Plus, if your trade-in boat is a 2010 or newer, you get $1,000 extra added value on your trade-in. This incredible trade-in offer expires October 31st. See store for full details at Buzzes Marine 5th and Central Kearney. Or shop new boats online at buzzesmarine.com slash trade. That's buzzesmarine.com slash trade. Call for a free
7: estimate. If I go, we're going to win seven to nothing, <laughs> and we're going to score on a punt return. <laughs> Whatever it takes, right? Hold Just on to the ball. It. Yep, defense and special teams that right? will win us this football game.
1: All right, buddy. Let's well, football. let's uh, let's do the official interview, and I'll let you get back onto your day. Then here we go. All right. Back on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show here at Elm Creek getting ready for a district championship between the undefeated Buffaloes and 6-1 and Arcadia Loop City. It's great to have Coach Jace Doolin joining us here and got a chance to talk to Jace at the beginning of the season. Of course, this Buffalo program has been a proud program and is back to an undefeated season right now, off of a little bit of a down year last year. But, uh, Coach, it looks like your team filled in the holes admirably this year.
7: Uh, yeah, we definitely got off on a... Good start. Um, got a lot of confidence uh, at the beginning of the year, winning against a good Overton team, and uh, just really built on every week. And that's the kind of our goal here at Elm Creek is um, every week going 1-0 and uh, getting better every week and improving our team.
1: A lot of people want to start with the glory of offense. And let's face it, in eight-man football, usually if you're an undefeated team, you can put up points, which you can, but you have one of the best defenses in eight-man football. Take me to that side of the ball, and it showed that opening night when you shut out Overton.
7: Uh, yeah, that's that's one thing. Me as a coach, I'm a defensive coach by heart, and uh, it's it's defense and special teams. Uh, we pride ourselves on those two phases of the game uh, and taking care of the football on offense, um, not turning the ball over. Uh, our defense, just a lot of speed. Uh, we use a lot of speed. We put all our athletes out there um, with a couple interior linemen. Uh, it looks like a four-two, and teams get in I formation. It, but we kind of we we. Tell ourselves, it's a, it's more like a two four or two six. We got six athletes out there and four linebackers and two safeties, and um, that's I think helped us this year and getting flying around the football and um, making plays.
1: We can jump right into the talk here. Arcadia Loop City, a little bit bigger football team uh, up front. Uh, they, they've got some studs as well, and, of course, they made a deep run. They were the pick uh, to win the district here, which we think is one of the two toughest in, in all of the class. Uh, how do you guys match up with them?
7: Uh, like you said, I think our line up front is yeah, they're going to be undersized, but um, we put ourselves on our technique up front, and using our technique uh, beats – Speed size, so I'm um, using our speed and getting off the ball and uh, shocking them up front um, in the backfield, trying to, again, use our speed to get around them, running outside uh, with the occasional hit, hit the run in the middle. Um, We've got to set the running game for sure just so uh, we're not throwing the ball all over the place and not being too predictable. Um, matching them up on, on defense, we're going to just have to Toughen up up front. They're going to run the ball with the Kusik kid up the middle and, um, they're pretty tough and run really well. And then, uh, being good on the, on the back end with our secondary. Um, they, they do run the football really well, but they, they're equally good on the pass and throwing the deep ball. Um, making sure we don't give up the big play on the defense
1: talking with Chase Doolin the head football coach of undefeated Elm Creek as they host Arcadia Loop City tonight we talk about the district uh, you have had some doozies of last games of the regular season it seems like the state has always kind of got that right uh, South Loop there for a couple of years you got Burwell in your district uh, this kind of is a playoff type football game even though you guys will be in good shape for next week
7: uh, yeah and it's it's that's the way we're taking it this week Is uh, it's just preparing us for the playoffs Um more than likely, we're gonna. If we make a deep run in the playoffs, we're gonna be seeing our K Loop City again. Uh, we're treating it that way. We're not treating it like this is our season right now. Um, we're preparing just just like it's a regular season game. Any other opponent, um, yeah, a win will really be nice to set us up in the playoff. But um, preparing for this game, it's it's just like any other playoff uh, game, and uh, making sure that we're prepared. We're mentally ready and uh, ready for our K-Loop City.
1: Carson McCarter is your senior quarterback, obviously. When you got a kid like that that has played as many years as he's had, uh, you can rely on him. Tell me a little bit about his game and where you've seen improvement from him.
7: Um, a lot of improvement from Carson has been just the leadership, uh, the take control of the team. Uh, a lot of the kids respect him. and When he says, hey, listen up, let's get it going, he's a kid that's going to, get that attention from all his teammates and uh, that's one thing he's really growing on and and it's one thing that has really helped our team from improving from a down year last year to being seven zero right now.
1: Tell me a little bit about uh, what this football team still has to work on. You really had two close games after Overton. They were back-to-back against Burwell and, and South Loop. What were some of the things they did that gave you trouble?
7: Uh, we just kind of shot ourselves in the foot um, against those teams. We we got up early by uh, three touchdowns on Burwell. We had a penalty, uh, and they came back and scored, and turned. The, then we turned the ball over, and they scored again and got back in the game. Um, so really, if we take care of the football, we're pretty efficient on offense. Um, we have good special teams, so we can flip the field um, that way. But um, those two games, we had three turnovers against South Loop as well. and um, But having those close games is really good for our team. Um, it's one of those things that when you have a battle tested and team down the end, you know at the end of the year that the kids have been in that situation and they're, they're going to fight till the end.
1: And you talked about those special teams. Uh, Elm Creek's one of the eight-man schools. When it comes to all phases of special teams, it has always been up there. How much time do you guys spend on that uh, in, in each and every practice?
7: Uh, every practice. Uh, we're spending time every practice. We start practice with uh, pre practice and special teams, and we get in punt and punt return on Tuesdays, and kickoff and kick, re- uh, kick return on Wednesdays. And then uh, Thursdays, our pre game day is 75% special teams. And it's one thing that's a phase of the game that a lot of teams don't focus on. And when you have an assignment perfect team, you have a team that's disciplined. Uh, you can be pretty good on special teams and it can make a difference
1: and finally here with Chase Duhlin, head football coach uh, at Elm Creek as you get ready to take on Arcadia Loop City you took, talked about how physical uh, they are uh, up front, what do you see from their defense and special teams?
7: Uh, the defense up front uh, they, they control line of scrimmage very well um, with two stellar linebackers um, making a lot of plays um, and then they don't give up the big play uh, it's uh, they play the deep ball and make sure you throw the ball underneath. Um, it's one thing that they're going to make you snap it, just like we do. Snap it over and over again to put the ball in the end zone. Um, very efficient defense, and it's on their special teams, um, they got a good kicker and punter. Um, they set it up and use their speed. Uh, they got kids that come in that have a little more athleticism, and um, they do a pretty good job of covering and they got a dangerous returner um, on the punt return team, and it's one of those things that we got to make sure we, we do uh, our jobs on the special teams, and uh, we're not giving up big plays there and making sure that we win that phase of the game.
1: All right, Chase, we appreciate the time. Best of luck tonight. We look forward to seeing you throughout the playoffs as well. I appreciate it. Thanks, Doug. That's Chase Doolin, head football coach of the Elm Creek Buffaloes, and we'll be back for the starting lineups for tonight's matchup against the Rebels of Arcadia Loop City right after this on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show.
8: Do you need transmission repair on your four-wheel drive truck or SUV? How about your two-wheel drive or front-wheel drive vehicle for work or school? Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions. Over the years, TBK Transmissions has repaired thousands of four-wheel drive, two-wheel drive, and transfer cases. Foreign or domestic, put your trust in TBK. The only way is TBK. 2520 Avenue Q or online at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions. The only way is TBK.
9: Welcome to Freddy's. How's it going,
10: bud? My parents said we're going plant-based. I don't know what that means, but it doesn't sound good. Every once in a while, a kid needs a treat. A pumpkin pie concrete, please. You got it, sir.
11: We understand. If you're going to be bad, it better be good. And no one satisfies your cravings better than Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak burgers The experience that puts a smile on your face and the taste that brings you back. For a limited time, try Freddy's Pumpkin Pie Concrete.
12: Freddy's Frozen Custard and Burgers,
1: 1010 3rd Avenue, Carney. Time now to take a look at, on the Meyer Hybrids pregame show, our injury report brought to you by our friends at Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. Injuries that the coaches reported to us actually have to do with a couple of guys that are in the starting lineup. Gus Ducker uh, has uh, been battling an ankle injury, the starting center for Arcadia Loop City, and the freshman guard, Dylan Carr, for Elm Creek, has a a tweaked back, so might keep an eye on those two guys to see what happens in the football game tonight, make sure that uh, no injuries occur to them, and if so, still some big guys that might be coming in uh, for Arcadia Loop City, like Liam Heil or Gilbert Rodriguez, if they have to move some guys around, Uh, excuse me, that was Cody Detlefs with the uh, ankle, not Gus Ducker, Cody Detlefs with the ankle, so he's one of your starting ends, if he can't go all the way, Liam Heil and Gilbert Rodriguez will be coming in. So, we're getting close to the start of tonight's high school football game between the homestand undefeated Elm Creek Buffaloes and the Arcadia Loop City Rebels. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. Glad to have you on KKPR FM, Carney, Arcadia, Elm Creek, and the World Wide Web at Platt River Preps.com. Again, the internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney Holdridge, Lexington and Lincoln. As earlier today, a good one just down the road in Elwood. Elwood got to 7 and 1 with a 4 42 38 victory over Overton, who will drop to five and three, and both will advance onto the playoffs. It's the final game of the regular season, and we'll look at the starting lineups. Get you ready for tonight's game. Arcadia Loop City won the toss. They deferred. Elm Creek will take the ball to get our game underway. We'll look at the starting lineups and have the kickoff next on the Hogamai Hybrids pregame show here on Power Ninety Nine.
11: Thanks to all our loyal customers, Gary Michaels Cloviers is celebrating 36 years of business. Buy any suit or sport coat and pants and receive a free dress shirt and tie, $100 value. 20% off all men's and ladies' outerwear. Buy three, get the fourth free on men's ties, dress shirts, belts, and socks. Sock up and save. Men's and ladies' clearance racks take an additional 20% off the lowest price. Dot buy, shop, and celebrate our anniversary now through the end of the month. Downtown
2: Hastings and Kearney, Gary Michaels Cloviers. for you. Ooh, that
9: light lunch didn't cut it. And our dinner reservations aren't until when? Well, this is just embarrassing. Enough is enough. Stop the growl with Amigos' new Quesadilla Snackers. A mini quesadilla with chicken or ground beef, bacon bits, and Amigos' ranch. They're just the right size at just the right price. Don't deal with a grumbling stomach. Stop the growl for only $1.99 with new Quesadilla Snackers only at Amigos. Limited time only.
1: The starting lineups are brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off, for the visiting Rebels of Arcadia Loop City, the center is number 54, 5'11", 260-pound senior, Gus Ducker. At guard, number 75, 6'5", 285-pound senior, Jacob Jarabek. The tackle, number 55, 5'10", 230-pound senior, Jaden Kalinowski. At the end, number 51, 5'11", 175-pound junior, is Cody Tetlefs. At wide receiver, number 13, 160 pounds, junior, Drew Lewandowski. The fullback, number 25, 5'9", 155-pound junior, Jaden Scott. The I-back, number 12, 6'1", 205-pound senior, Caden Kusick, And the quarterback of the Rebels, number one, six foot, 190 190-pound senior in Jaden Jones. Head coaches Mike Scott, assisted by Aaron Habe, Jason Obermiller, and Tony Kasslin, 6-1". and winning six in a row since the loss to Fullerton. For the Buffaloes of Elm Creek, the center is number 59, 5'10", 220-pound senior, Chase Swartwood. The guards are number 9, 5'10", 190-pound junior, Hans Robbins, and number 50, 5'10", 245-pound freshman, Dylan Carr. The tight ends, number 3, 6, 160 pounds, junior, Trey Minor, and number 7, 6'2", 175-pound senior, Blake Engenberger. The halfback, number 2, 5'6", 140-pound junior, Kobe Smith. The IBAC, number 20, 5'6". 160 pound junior Xavier Perez and the quarterback number 12, 5'10, 160 pound senior Karsten McCarter. The head coach is Jay Stewart, assisted by Zach Crowley and Mark Stone, a perfect 7 0, ranked number 3 and number 5 in the publications Omaha World Herald and Lincoln Journal Star. Those are the Stoning Lotus brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We're about ready to get our kickoff going here and an east-west field, but the wind basically no factor here tonight, so that's a good thing as we are ready to boot it away. Arcadia Loop City puts their foot into it, and the ball will be taken towards the out-of-bounds stake at the 23-yard line, trying to slide over there and maybe keep the ball in play with Drew Lewandowski on a short kick, but it goes out-of-bounds, and they're already lining up to kick it again. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer. There are some good football games going on around the area tonight. If you're at a ball game, please keep us up to date. Either a uh, hashtag #NEBPreps or you can uh, text or call three zero eight. Six four six zero five zero six six four six zero five zero six, 506 with the score and the portion of the game that we are in and uh we've got some good ones going on tonight. So they'll re-kick it away here. Again it's a squib kick that Elm Creek will take on the bounce at the twenty-eight yard line. Up the field is Toroy Brubles, and he'll get across the thirty out to about the thirty-three yard line, and that's where Elm Creek will start our football game. First down and ten here for the Buffaloes. Elm Creek in those dark blue uniforms with the kind of white and gold numerals. On the white pants, black pants with the white tops and the red numerals for Arcadia Loop City. So, they will start at the Elm Creek 33-yard line. First down and 10, out of the pistol formation. A little defensive movement along the line there for Arcadia Loop City. And we have movement before we even get started here. Looks like motion. Going to be caught here against Elm Creek. So our first penalty of the ball game before we can even get a snap away. And that will bring up first down and 15. Not the way that Coach Doolin wanted to see his ball club start. Defense, defense, defense. You don't talk about it much at 8, man, but you heard both the coaches talk about it in our pregame. Single split out wide to the left. Rez in the backfield, and they'll fake it. McCarter wants to throw out to the wide side, and it's picked off down the sidelines. It's Rodgers, 30, 20, 10. Touchdown, Arcadia Loop City. Preston Rodgers steps in front and gets the pick six from 36 yards away on the first play of the game. So the shock play was supposed to be for Elm Creek. Instead, it's a pick six for Arcadia Loop City. Our five points bank touchdown brought to you by five points bank, the better bank of Carney. Just 15 seconds into the ball game. Preston Rogers is so dangerous defensively and in the kick game. And he's able to get the pick six. And it looks like Arcadia Loop City has to get their offense set to go in there and try the two-point conversion. With Jaden Jones, the quarterback. Lewandowski will split out wide to the right. Both backs basically touching the quarterback in the Pistols formation. And Jones is going to hand it off and into the end zone for the two-point conversion, Arcadia Loop City. So 11.45 to go in the first quarter, a pick six to start the game. The Rebels 8, Elm Creek nothing here on Power 99
13: or cooperative is excited to launch prairie valley seed brand into the market prairie valley has one goal in mind and that's to help you grow By providing cutting-edge genetics and technology packages in combination with our customized seed placement approach you can rest assured that your seeds will work as hard as you do at prairie valley seed we'll push the boundaries in seed innovation so you can push the boundaries in farming prairie valley seeds grow without limits
14: tougher together aurora and you
1: Arcadia Loop City tees it up again here for their second kickoff. Another squib that's going to go out of bounds. If you squib it, you got to keep that ball in bounds, and that's two kickoffs and two out of bounds. And that will back it up another five yards here. Jane Jones does the kicking off, and they do not want to give the return men back there, Kobe Smith and Lane Getzwiller, a chance to return the football. Troy Brummel's also back there. Xavier Perez more of an up man. They know what Arcadia Loop City's doing, so Perez actually moves to an up man here for Elm Creek as they tee it up, and we get ready to kick it again. Perez, Smith, and Gutswiller are always three deep men here for Elm Creek. The ball now at the 25-yard line. And now some discussion about what they want to do. They may just take the ball. Looks like that is what they're going to do. So, after further consideration, Elm Creek is just going to go ahead and take the ball all the way out at the 35 yard line. That's where the ball went out of bounds. If you'd have kicked it out of bounds at the 5, then you only move it out to the 15. This is a different case here, or 25. This is a much different uh, scenario here. So, Elm Creek will get it at the 35 yard line. And this time they'll put their split back, half back out wide to the left side. Perez the backfield with McCarner, and they will send him in motion, Perez from left to right, and we have another whistle, boy, game eight, and it is off to an ugly start here for Elm Creek, we had an illegal motion before the first snap, then the interception, now we've got an illegal motion again before the second snap on Elm Creek, 8-0 Arcadia Loop City were just underway. And we've got personnel that's going to change the play as Gage Claybaugh comes in and Kobe Smith checks out to run the play in. Running over to the sideline, though, is Karsten McCarter, so he actually came over to get the play. Not the way the Buffaloes had hoped to start. And you heard Coach say, hey, this might be a one-score game, and we've already seen the defensive touchdown. Elm Creek finally breaks the huddle here. And McCarter, oh, long count, takes the snap, and he's going to hand it off to Perez over the left side. He'll crash into that Rebel defense and get back to the original line of scrimmage with a gain of 5-5.5 five, five on the play. It'll be second down and 10 as Perez able to pick up five. So now Elm Creek just has to settle in there and shake off that first turnover. Second and 10 at their 35-yard line split out wide to the right side is trey miner perez in the backfield always out of the shot, shotgun or pistol it's a little deeper snap for mccarter mccarter keeps it himself hole off the left side no he gives it to perez perez will be tackled there by Caden kusick as he gets about three yards on the play out to the 38 yard line good ball fake had me on that one and that is what elm creek tries to sell you mccarter can run the football but they try to keep it in their back's hands so far this year mccarter has ran for 440 yards perez for 579 yards and mccarter's actually ran the ball seven more times 88 to 81 in the carry department third down and seven at their own 38 yard line split out wide to the left Right in the middle of the football field, McCarter calls the cadence, wants to throw, rolls to his right underneath, Perez kind of uncovered, he catches it at the 39 of Elm Creek, makes it to the 39 of Arcadia Loop and will be dumped down there, that's only a three yard gain, and it's going to be a punting situation here for Elm Creek. Well covered out there, Kalankowski in on the tackle, again, and back to punt the football away for the Elm Creek Buffaloes, is Perez, so you always have to be Careful that he'll take off with it. Fourth down and four, Elm Creek at the Arcadia Loop City 39-yard line. Rodgers is the return man. One return for a touchdown this year. Line drive kick, has to let it bounce at the 10, takes it at the 7, up the field to the 10, 15. And excuse me, that's not Rodgers, that's Jaden Scott. Gets to the 15 and then gets thumped. Making the tackle is Carter Erickson. And first and 10 at the 16-yard line for Arcadia Loop City. If you're just joining us, the first play of the game was a pick six by the Rebels' Preston Rogers. A 36-yard return. They added the conversion. It's 8 nothing. Arcadia Loop City. 9.44 to go here in the first quarter of play. Game two of our eight-man doubleheader with district championships on the line. Earlier today, Elwood edged Overton 42-38 to in a dandy. So quarterback Jaden Jones calling the cadence. Hands put out wide to the right. They'll hand it off. Over the right side, Jaden Scott crashes forward up to the about 24 yard line. He's going to get some good yardage. Jaden Scott. And he's able to get six on the play. It'll be second down and four. Scott and Kusick also for Arcadia Loop City. They divvy up the carries as well. Five hundred and six yards for Scott. Five forty nine for Cusick, but Kusick has about twenty more carries on the season. Pulled out wide to the right is Lewandowski. And again, in that offensive formation, Jones takes the pistol, and the two running backs are touching him to the right and left. Here comes a run blitz, and they're able to get it. Xavier Perez comes on the run blitz and jumps on the back of James Scott before he can even take his step, and that's going to be a loss of two on the play. It'll be third down and six. Jones can throw the football. 64 of 127. He's thrown for over 1,000 yards, 16 touchdowns, and just three picks. So he does throw for over 150 yards per contest. Compare that to McCarter, who only throws for about 70 yards per contest. Third and six at their own 22. And Jones takes it, throws it out here on the right wing, and over the head of Scott, the intended receiver, and into the Rebel bench. So Arcadia Loop City on their first offensive series will go three and out. And drop back to punt the football away. 8 nothing, Arcadia Loop City here in the first quarter. And Jones is also the punter. the Arcadia Loop City quarterback. And back to return it here is Gutswiller all the way at his 20. Jones takes the snap. And that's a low line drive kick that he's hoping to get to roll. Bounces at the 33. And, boy, he's going to get the roll. About 15 yards of roll to the 18-yard line. So a 40-yard punt that time and no return. And Arcadia Loop City's defense back on the field here leading 8-0 with 8.20 to go in the first quarter. Don't forget that we've also got football action on ESPN 1460 and 1550. It's Thursday night football as the Miami Dolphins are taking on the Washington Redskins. Kickoff coming up here in less than 10 minutes. But Carter, out of the pistol. He's going to fake the handoff, wants to run it himself, trying to stretch it to the left side, and he's going to get across the 20, dive forward to about the 22-yard line, get four yards on the play. Again, this is the kind of football game we are expecting. A big play might get you somewhere. But we expect a defensive battle out here. And there's some big boys along that line for Arcadia Loop City. So Elm Creek is going to try to get outside as much as they can. Trey Biner split out wide to the right. And they'll put Perez in the slot to the right side. With Kobe Smith in the backfield. singing out in six. And McCarter going to hand it off this time. The ball's fumbled. And Arcadia Loop City's on it. The Rebels come off the bottom of the pile with the football, and that is going to be Gus Ducker. So the second turnover already for Elm Creek. And Gus Ducker covers the ball at the 22-yard line of Elm Creek. So first down and 10 for Arcadia Loop City. Again, Drew Lewandowski lone wide out. He's to the left side this time. Jones heads it to Scott, room around the right side. He's to the 15, and he stretches it forward to the 14 before he is upended. Nice job out there by Arcadia Loop City. The tackle made by Blake Engenberger. But a good gain on the play. Seven yards, it'll be second down and three. So they haven't given the ball to Caden Cusick yet. They've used Jaden Scott. 8-0 Arcadia Loop City, 7-10 to go here in the first quarter. Second and three at the 14-yard line. They have not changed the formation in their handful of offensive plays. Jones takes it, this time they will hand it to Kusick. breaks a tackle, they get him by the jersey and he stretches that ball forward for what should be a first down, three-yard gain by Caden Kusick, And this looks to be our first first down of the football game as the referee will eye it and say, go ahead and move the chains. So first in 10, Arcadia Loop City at the Elm Creek 11-yard line. Don't forget the State High School cross-country meet is coming up tomorrow at the Carney Country Club with the Class C girls, the first race at 12 o'clock, and races go every half hour until 3.30 when the Class B boys will wrap it up. It goes C and A girls, C and A boys, then D and B girls and D and B boys, and we'll be there with updates all day long. Jones calling the cadence, first and ten. Lewandowski out to the left side. He's going to hand it to Scott, try to pop him around the right corner, breaks the first tackle, and then ridden out of bounds by Blake Engenberger, close to the seven-yard line, and a gain of four on the play. Second down and six. Six for a first down, seven for a touchdown here for Engenberger, and the Elm Creek defense have got to find a way to keep Arcadia Loop City from taking a two-score lead here as they scored on a pick-six to begin the football game. Flanking to the left is Caden Kusick. Scott to the right of Jones. Jones takes the snap, wants to throw to the end zone, and overshoots his intended receiver. This time it was Rodgers in there as the flanker. So Jones 0 for 2, he's overshot his first two. Now it is a little cool tonight, but uh, we've had a couple of off nights weather-wise especially in this part of the area, including last Friday night, uh, down in the uh, Tri-Cities here. So third down and six at the seven-yard line, Arcadia Loop City, already up 8 nothing on undefeated Elm Creek. Looking for more. And for the first time, we'll see a different formation here, or will we? Nope. They're going to go back to that standard formation with Scott to the left and Kusick to the right. Looked like there was some movement. Jones wants to keep it. He hands it off instead. And Elm Creek just came crashing through, and they eat up. Caden Kusick, led by Tony Brumbles and company, and Kusick's going to lose about uh, two yards. It's going to be fourth down and eight. And if you got a kicker, this is where you go kick your field goal of about 26 yards. And let's see what Coach Scott decides to do over here. Personnel changes. Jeromek comes out of the ball game. Go boys, hold so it looks like they're going for it all right here. Fourth down. And eight yards to go. Nine to get in the end zone. Empty backfield. And it is going to be Kusick out of the Wildcat formation. Sends a man in motion from right to left. They give it to him on the jet sweep. Great blocking. Five touchdown. Scott is into the end zone on a perfectly blocked inside sweep. And a nine-yard touchdown. Wow, you just don't see that kind of play drawn up in that situation. And I'm guessing maybe Arcadia Loop City hadn't run it that much this year. Elm Creek would have seen that on tape. But Scott takes it in from nine yards out to make it 14 to nothing. And the two-point conversion coming up. They were able to get the first two-point conversion run. Now let's see if they can do it again. No hustle, or urgency, I should say, as they come up to the line. Come on, hold on. Cusick to the left, Scott to the right of Jones. Lone wing back to the right side. Crossbuck action here. They give it off to Kusick, and he fights his way off right guard and into the end zone for the Touchdown. So with 5.30 to go here in the first quarter of play, it is Arcadia Loop City 16 at Elm Creek nothing. Our five points bank touchdown, a nine-yarder from Jaden Scott. We'll kick it off in a minute.
12: AJ's Bookkeeping and Tax Service in Loop City supports and sends best wishes to the area athletes. You don't have to go it alone with either your business or personal financial records. AJ's Bookkeeping and Tax Service in Loop City stands ready to help with 20 years experience in personal and business tax preparation, payroll, and payroll reports. Need to register your semi? AJ can help file your 2290 form. Call AJ today, 308-745-1576 or stop in at 147 North 7th Street. Let AJ help with your your payroll tax and bookkeeping needs
15: loop agency loop realty and loop city would like to say good luck to all the area athletes in this week's competition loop agency is working to provide you the best insurance and real estate services available based on your needs because we can and you deserve it loop agency loop realty where we write insurance and sell service call amy at 308-745-1097 in loop city Good luck,
1: athletes. And Arcadia Loop City, Jaden Jones boots it away. This time he puts his whole foot into it, and it is going to get into the end zone for a touchback. So Arcadia Loop City, after squibbing the first two kicks out of bounds, uh, didn't want to have that again, and Jones shows that he can get it into the end zone. So Elm Creek will start at their own 15-yard line. They've thrown an interception, and they've fumbled the ball away, and those two turnovers have led to the two Arcadia Loop City touchdowns. First down and 10, McCarter out of the pistol. Can they get Perez going here? McCarter hands it to Xavier up the middle, and he is hit, tries to break free and can just barely get back to the line of scrimmage. The ball is stripped, but it's Karsten McCarter to fall on it. Back at the 11-yard line. Wow not the start that uh, Elm Creek has seen all season long Arcadia Loop City's defense has been amazing a 4 yard loss on the play and it'll be second down and 14 Perez ran right into the middle of that line and Gus Ducker just put him down like a big old sandwich they know they want to go outside. Elm Creek's going to have to be able to do something up the middle. They are just jamming that line, daring McCarter to throw the football. Six in the box. And on second down, McCarter will throw. Looks left, nothing there. Now he's being pursued, flushed out of the pocket. Going to have to try and run, and he gets back to maybe the line of scrimmage where Kusick makes the tackle, but he was pursued by Jacob Jarabic. He came from the weak side and flushed him out of there. And he is going to get him a yard behind the line of scrimmage, so a loss of one. And it is third down and about 14 and a half. It was third and 13 and a half, now 14 and a half ball just outside the 10-yard line. 16 to nothing. Arcadia Loop City, four minutes and counting to go here in the first quarter of play. And Elm Creek trying to shake off the shock. They can really use a first down here, or the Rebels are most likely going to get the ball near midfield. So McCarter calling the cadence. Twins out to the right side. They send Perez in motion. He stops and goes back where he was from. And McCarter wheels it that way. Under pressure. Steps up. Going to throw it as far as he can for Perez. It's going to be a jump ball. And it's deflected and knocked away. And they're going to throw a very late pass interference flag here on Arcadia Luke City. All the way at the 35-yard line. The ball had bounded away. And the official... Bought into the home crowd. That's what Arcadia Loop City is going to say. Trying to knock it away, Jane Scott. And in every level of football, face guarding is something different. There was no contact, and if there was contact, it was very, very minimal. Scott did a great job of not just running over Perez on the underthrown ball, and they are going to ding off the pass interference. And it should be just enough for the first down. Elm Creek's first of the ball game. That's a tough call against the Rebels. But Elm Creek got what they needed. Now can they do something with it? First down and ten. Score updates for you from some games that are going on around the area. End of one quarter of play. Ord, 3, Gothenburg, nothing down the road in a C1 district game. First and 10, Elm Creek at the 26. Again, they'll send Perez in motion. Fake the jet sweep. Quarterback keeper up the middle. McCarter trying to find a hole. Bounces off right guard. Goes to the left hash and finds his way up to the 30-yard line. That's going to be a gain of four for Karsten McCarter. And it'll be second down and six yards to go. We'll keep you up to date on other scores from around the listening area. Of course, Minden was supposed to play Southern Valley this week, but that is a forfeit, and uh, they won't be able to play that last game of the year. Centura has scored first on Broken Bow. They lead it by a score of 7 nothing. Again, it's 16 nothing. Arcadia Loop City, Elm Creek, second and five at their own 31. Three minutes to go here in the first quarter of play. They move Perez around quite a bit. Bring Kirby Smith into the backfield. Perez in motion. They let him go from left to right. Quarterback keep it around the left side. McConnor has a little bit of room. And he is upended in the open field by Preston Rogers at the 35 yard line. So, a gain of four, he'll be just short of the Nome Creek first down. And the tackle made by Kalinowski. Senior. Ducker, a senior. Kusick, a senior. Jones, a senior. Jorabic, a senior. And you have got a lot of really good football players here for Arcadia Loop City. I think both these teams can play well into November. And this is a great, great test here tonight that so far the Rebels are winning. Third down and a long one. They stay out of that pistol formation here for McCarter. Karsten takes it, gives it to Perez, straight up the middle. He didn't get it. He didn't get it, and the ball may have popped loose again. It did not pop loose, but he didn't get it. And they are slow to get up off the pile, so that ball may have been dropped in there. I think it was. I think maybe it was covered there by Chase Whitwood. And they might actually bring the chains in here. It's no gain on the play, though, for Perez. And the chain's coming on, just like Carney Towing and Repair would do for you. If you were stranded on the side of the road, no matter where you are, they'll come and get you home. Carney Towing and Repair. So they bring the chains out, and it's a little closer than I thought. But it is the nose of the football, and a decision time here for head coach Jace Doolin. You're already down 16 to nothing, but it is fourth and a half a yard in your own territory. And if for some reason you can't get this, and you're not used to lining up under center, power formation. I'm sure they're so tempted to throw the ball here, but you've got to get the first down down 16 to nothing. So, Coach Doolin, over with his combination of Kobe Smith and Karsten McCarter. He'll send him in. Perez waiting in the huddle to see if he's the man that's going to get the call. Elm Creek, this drive still alive on a pass interference call against Arcadia Loop City on third and 14. Twins to the right side. They stay out of that long pistol. And now, after all this, they're going to think it over and call timeout. Our first time out of the game by the Elm Creek Buffaloes brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney taking care of you since 1994 located where you need us specializing in you a minute 16 to go in the first quarter it's Arcadia Loop City 16 Elm Creek Nothing on Power 99
16: What if there were an easier way to make sense of farm data a smarter way to make decisions a better way to harness the power of precision agriculture there is Introducing Agellum by CHS Agellum is a customizable farm planning and management platform that analyzes your farm's unique data, empowering better agronomic and economic decisions. Contact your CHS agronomist or yield point specialist to get started. Agellum. Activating data.
1: With our producer engineer Canon Rath, I'm Doug Duda with you here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth at Elm Creek, bringing you this district championship game between the Buffaloes and Arcadia Loop City. While Carney Towing's on the road, bringing you home. Don't get stranded. Carney Towing and Repair. Thanks to Athletic Director Corey Spatansky and the crew here for their hospitality as we are on this final Thursday of the regular season. And Arcadia Loop City up 16 to nothing. Come on and a little too long of a timeout here and I can tell you that because usually if we take a one minute break for the timeout they're already snapping the football and this has been well over a minute I don't know what the hold up is for putting this ball back in play but nonetheless it's fourth and inches for Elm Creek at their own 35 yard line and they already trail in this football game by a score of 16 to nothing Elm Creek finally comes off from the sideline And those big boys up front for Arcadia Loop City just not allowing them to get much done. And we may see them come under center. And that is indeed the case. I think Gutswiller's coming in as well. So McCarter under center, fourth and inches. High formation, no wideouts. Long count, maybe a hard count trying to draw him. Nope, pitch to Perez. Comes off right tackle, he's got the first down and more. Stays on his feet, but fumble the ball. He picked it back up and he gets to the 32. All kinds of emotions in a second and a half there. Loop City, Arcadia was trying to stuff him. Perez got hit past the line of scrimmage, then busted into the free. There was only one man to beat him, and that's when the ball slipped out of his hands. Luckily, it just bounced right back into his gut. If you're an Arcadia Loop City fan, that's not luck. But he makes it to the 32-yard line. That is a gain of 13 for Perez. at a Buffalo. First down. Final minute of the quarter. Twins to the right side here for Elm Creek. That's the short side of the field. McCarter again, long cadence. Twins going to the right side. Gutswiller trying to get open, Puff, fake. McCarter will run to the 30 and he's pushed out of bounds. Inside the 30 at the 26 yard line. That's a gain of six. So McCarter has five carries so far in this football game. Sacked on one of those. And a total of 17 yards. Perez, 17 yards on five carries, and McCarter has thrown one pass Double. for three yards. Second down and four. This time the Twins are to the right side. Smith stays in that backfield. They usually motion Perez quite a bit. On second down and four, fake the handoff. Quarterback keeper McCarter over the left side, got by the big tackle, of Jarabic, and able to get the first down of the 21-yard line. A gain of five for McCarter. And again, this drive stayed alive on a pass interference on 3rd and 14, or else Elm Creek would have been putting from their own 11-yard line. Now they've marched it to the 21. And I guess they're going to measure it again. So they will bring out the change. This time I think they haven't. We were right the first time. Can we go 2 for 2 tonight? This equals the amount of times the chains have been brought out in any of our games this year. And they will say it is a first down for Elm Creek. But it was close again, right in the middle of that football. Ball at the 22-yard line, 21 and a half. On a cool, crisp night here in Elm Creek. The Buffaloes looking for more. Gothenburg has scored to take a 7-3 lead over the Old Chanticleers. single wide out to the right side is trey miner and this time they'll turn and fake the hand off mccarter around the right end got a good block from miner inside the 15 and will be dragged down from behind by Kusick at the 11-yard line and that's enough for another first down 11 yards for mccarter and that could be the final play here of the first quarter should elm creek elect to do that on a drive that started at their own 15. They've made it to the 10. Clock running. First down and 10, just outside the 10. And Elm Creek's not going to get a playoff. So that's the end of the first quarter here in this D1 District Championship game. Two first quarter turnovers, including a pick six on the first play. And Arcadia Loop City leads Elm Creek 16 to nothing on Power 99
17: so many advantages of shopping at joe's market in loop city you know the people who work there and they know you not to mention the great service and fresh meats including homemade polis sausage isn't it just nice to know that all the food you can buy locally is fresh and the people that help you are the same friendly faces that live on the same street their kids go to the same school that's what you get at joe's market in loop city joe's market is proud to support the area athletes
0: Erickson Ford in Loop City is founded on trust, integrity, and respect. We are proud to offer these values in our sales and business practices so our customers keep coming back. The vehicles on our lot have the best prices and quality in the area, so come by and see us today. If you don't see what you want, we will find it for you. See us online at ericksonford.com. Go further with Erickson Ford in Loop City. We sell service. A proud sponsor of this broadcast, and we wish all the area's student-athletes good luck in the competition.
1: More high school football here on Power 99. Other scores, Gothenburg 7, or 3 in the second quarter. Centura continues to lead Brook and Bow, 7-0 in the first quarter. Alma leads Arapahoe 20-6 in the second quarter. South Loop and Amherst are scoreless in the second quarter. And earlier today in a game you heard here on Power 99, Elwood outlasted Overton 42-38. Here it is 16-0 Arcadia Loop City. Leading Elm Creek, but the Buffaloes have finally put a drive together, and they've got it first and ten at the 11-yard line as we begin the second quarter of play. The up back, this time will be Smith, The new formation. Perez, the I back, they hand it to him straight up the middle, and he'll get a good little game inside the eight to about the seven-yard line. So Perez had 17 yards in the first quarter, 33 for McCarter, and three yards passing. Most of it all on this drive, 53 total yards. But it was the two big turnovers that did them in. For Arcadia Loop City, Scott 24 yards rushing and a touchdown. Jones 0 of 2 through the air. Kusick 2 carries, 1 yard. But a pick 6 and a 22-yard drive, you don't have to do too much. Second and six at the seven. And they'll hand it off to Perez again. Off the left side, boy, he's fighting hard inside the five. Short of the four. It's going to be a gain of a couple. And that'll bring up third down and four. So Elm Creek knows that they have to go at the teeth of that Arcadia Loop City defense from time to time. And they took a shot at it there. Gage Claybaugh brings the play in. Kirby Smith will check out. So, again, you're looking at a team that, from time to time, Elm Creek's had some really good kickers, but it looks like uh, they want to go for two, so this would be one of those positions where they've got two cracks at the end zone. Miner and Perez split out wide to the right. Empty backfield here for McCarter. Let's see if McCarter just takes it straight ahead. No Perez in motion right to left. Jet sweep, fake it. McCarter straight ahead. McCarter dives, and he might have the first down, but he does not have the touchdown he's inside the two this might be another measurable I think where they are standing now he would be short so a gain of three and it brings up fourth down and one here comes Carter Erickson in he's just a freshman 6 foot, 160 pounder to give Karsten McCarter the play fourth and one from inside the two Elm Creek trying to get on the board, trailing 16 to nothing, and McCarter will come under center. Erickson the fullback, Perez the eyeback. McCarter, long count, pitch play Perez, right side, hit in the backfield, and he did not get it. He did not get it. Coming right through there, the entire big-time crowd, and Jarabek led the way. Jacob Jarabek gets him at the line of scrimmage, no gain for Perez, and Arcadia Loop City gives up a great defensive effort, and Elm Creek gives it up on downs at the Rebel two-yard line. 16 to nothing, Arcadia Loop City 9-41 to go in the second quarter. And now the Rebels will have the ball at the two-yard line, kind of dark towards the end zones here with the lighting at Elm Creek. It's always been that way. Now they do empty the backfield. Might go straight ahead with it, and that's indeed what they're going to do out to the five-yard line. So Jones standing back there at the quarterback position. Or was it Kusick? Well, let me see. I believe maybe that was Kusick that was lined up in the Wildcat. So that's going to be a gain of four out to the five-yard line. And brings up second down and six, maybe a little more room to do what they want to do. Talked about this in the pregame with Coach Scott. And again, Kusick lined up as the lone man in the backfield with motion. Faked the handoff. Kusick wants to run. This time they wrap him up. This time they get to him in the backfield. A loss on the play. Elm Creek coming through strong there. Robbins in there to make the tackle. And a loss of one on the play. It'll bring up third down and seven. And last year, because of the injuries, Arcadia Loop City ran that Wildcat a ton. They don't want to make a mistake inside their own five. Back to the normal. Jaden Jones with his two backs in the backfield. Jones, quick little out here in the flat, complete at the 10. And enough for the first down. Out of bounds at the 13 yard line to Drew Lewandowski. The tackle made by Kobe Smith. But again, a gain of nine on the play, or eight, we'll say. And that's the first completed pass of the ball game for Jaden Jones. And Arcadia Loop City will pick up the first down. They haven't needed a lot of first downs in this football game. That's only their third. Again, one of the scores was on a pick six. Don't well, forget at the half. The Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report recap of our earlier game. Jones, naked bootleg around the left end. McCarter tried to chase him down at the 20 to the 24. And they'll say he stepped out of bounds at the 22. That looked like that had potential to be a big, big play because it was Jones on the good trap fake there. And around the left end, he is going to pick up about nine on the play. And it'll be second down and one. So Jones with his first carry of the ball game, and already 16-0, McCarter over there to shove him out. Get that formation even tighter behind the center here, only about two yards between him and all three backs. Jones takes the snap, bobbles, thinks about it, starts left, rolls right, nowhere to go. I don't know if that was a busted play. It looked like he wanted to go pump fake pass, but nobody went out. And Jones is going to be dropped back 21. at the 21-yard line. That's going to be a loss of two. And it will bring up third down and three, maybe two and a half. 16 to nothing. Arcadia Loop City, eight minutes and counting to go here in the second quarter. The Rebels have led since the first play of the game, a 36-yard pick six by Preston Rogers. Then after a Gus Ducker fumble recovery, Jaden Scott took it in from nine yards oh, out. And they've made both of their conversions. Third and three. Jones calling the cadence. Here comes a blitz up the middle of the football field. They'll hand it off over the left side. Getting out to the 25-yard line should be enough for the first down for Scott. A gate of four on the play. Scott, who has the rushing touchdown, moves the chains here for the Rebels. And that's just Ducker and Detlefs and Kalinowski up there and Jarabek. Moving people. Lewandowski splits out wide to the right. It's a lonely job out there, but when they do go to him, they expect it to be a big play. The one wide out, the unbalanced line. Scott comes out of the backfield. Jones wants to throw in the pocket, looks right down the middle and throws it 10 yards over his intended receiver, Lewandowski, who was well covered. And sometimes when it's a little colder, it takes a few to get warmed up. But just Jones hasn't been able to make the connection here. Had a quick little pass out into the flat earlier in this series, but he's 1 of 4 right now. And again, as we said, he's thrown for over 1,000 yards so far this season. Second down and 10, Rebels at their own 25-yard line. Rodgers comes in now as the wideout to the right side. Scott and Kusick flank their quarterback out of the pistol formation. Jones takes the snap. He's going to hand it off, making the first man miss is Scott. He's into the secondary, 35-40, 35-30, and Xavier Perez has to drag him down from behind at the Elm Creek 23-yard line. A 32-yard run by Jaden Scott, and that is what Arcadia Loop City lives on the big run play. 60 yards now for Scott. And Arcadia Loop City is back in Buffalo territory as we wind the clock with under seven minutes to go here before halftime. Again, high school football ball night here on Power 99. One of the best rivalries in the area. It's not for a playoff berth this year. Wood River hosting Gibbon. We'll have Kearney Catholic Holdridge on ESPN 1460. Blue Hill Axtell on the breeze 94.5. More in a moment. Hastings and Northwest, the big game in B on 1230 KHS. And then we've also got Adam central out on ESPN 1550. Follow along at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Arcadia Loop City has decided to use their first timeout. They've got it first and 10 at the Elm Creek 24, leading at 16 to nothing with 6.39 to go in the half. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney.
10: Are you wanting to remodel your kitchen or bathroom, but you don't know where to start? Come see me, Abby Mahler, the kitchen and bathroom designer at Moshka's Building Center in Arcadia. It's my job to design your kitchen layout and help you coordinate your cabinets, countertops, backsplash, flooring, and hardware. I have design software that lets you see a 3D image of your layout, so you can visually picture what your new kitchen will look like. Please call us at 789-6252 and ask for Abby to set up your free consultation today.
1: First and ten for Arcadia Loop City. And out of the timeout, a straight dive for Caden Cusick. And Elm Creek swarms him over that time. Dylan Carr is in there. Off the bottom of the pile. Also is Chase Swartwood. He's a good one, that 5'10", 220-pound senior. They're going to say no gain on the play for Cusick. The team's leading rusher, five carries, four yards. So, so far, Dylan Carr with that back seems to be doing okay. Second and ten. Just inside the Elm Creek 24-yard line. Split out wide to the right. They don't vary the formation very often. Unbalanced to the right side. Jones going to hand it off straight up the middle of the football field. Dragging people with him. Kusick, but here comes a penalty flag right in the middle. And that always means holding to the 17-yard line or face mask. As Scott leading the way there for Caden Kusick. And maybe the indication is a face mask. Let's find out. That's what Arcadia Loop City was saying, but that is the call. So the ball from the 24 to the 17. Scott picks up seven, and then we are going to have a half the distance to the goal, or will it be five yards? Looks like they're going to mark it five yards on the face mask here. the Rebels pick up a first down, and they'll mark the ball at the 12. First and 10, it's already 16-0 Arcadia Loop City. And back to the Wildcat with Kusick in there as the quarterback. Take the snap, he's going to follow his lead back, Scott, and walk into the end zone. Scott came in motion from left to right, and Jaden didn't even have to really do much. He chipped his man at a 12-yard run here for Caden Kusick, and it is a three-touchdown lead for the Rebels. With 5.41 to go here in the first half of play. That's a couple of impressive plays on James Scott on 4th and 8 at the 9. The last time they scored, they ran a similar play. And it's safe to say Elm Creek hasn't been down like this since last year. Two-point conversion. Again, Kusick takes the direct snap and a huge hole over the right side. 12. And just shoving people into the end zone. This is big man Gus Ducker and Kalinowski. And so the two-point run by Kusick, and it is shockingly Arcadia, Luke City, 24. Elm Creek nothing. The five-point spank touchdown. A 12-yard run by Caden Kusick.
4: At first, here, Bank.
1: Arcadia Loop City ready to boot away again. Will Jones squib it or will he pound it? And he will squib it down the middle of the football field, take it on the hop at the 12-yard line. Perez runs hard, 20-23, but he's tackled there by Justin Lewick. Lewick in on the tackle for the Arcadia Loop City Rebels. And what a job out there. Logan Gregory was there as well And now Elm Creek's got to shake the cobwebs out and get back in this football game Elm Creek started with the football as well, so There's none of that two-for-one score here and get one at the beginning of the third quarter Elm Creek has not been able to do much Offensively in this football game that was a 78-yard drive for Arcadia Loop City. They stopped the Buffaloes on fourth and one at the two. Six men, seven men. They bounce them back and forth. Who's in the box? Empty backfield this time for McCarter. He wants to throw. Quick little hook pass here. It's complete at the 28, up to the 30, the 32-yard line. Trey Miner. That might not be a bad idea. That's a pretty good gain, eight yards on the play there for McCarter. And just keep that up. Short little passes, use the cushion that uh, Arcadia Loop City is giving you. They might get away from the run game. Down 24 to nothing here with 5.10 to go. Same thing, Perez and Miner out to the short side of the field. And McCarter all by himself. Double tied in. McCarter takes the snap. Three-man pressure down the middle of the field. Wide open is the end. Gage Claybaugh, and he's going to the house. And just like that, the Elm Creek fans are back in the ballgame. A 48-yard touchdown pass from McCarter to Gage Claybaugh with 4.50 to go here in the second quarter of play. And that basically almost doubles the offense that we had seen from Elm Creek here in the first 18-plus minutes of this game. So we knew McCarter could do it, and he was wide open. Claybaugh that was reminiscent of a few things we saw earlier today up at uh, Elwood and now they will go for the two-point conversion they lined up to kick it and they'll throw it into the end zone to Trey Miner they lined up to kick it and Claybaugh throws it to Miner And he's in on both ends of this for the two-point conversion. So it is Arcadia Loop City 24, Elm Creek 8, 4.50 to go in the first half of play. Our 5 points bank touchdown, a 48-yard pass from Karsten McCarter to uh, Gage Claybomb. We'll be right back.
4: At First Tier Bank, our roots go back to 1955. Our vision has always been to help our communities live better with great banking. First Tier Bank takes pride in providing professional banking services with several convenient locations in Elm Creek, Kearney, and Holdridge. First Tier Bank offers a full line of banking and financial services, including checking, savings, loans, and online banking with Bill Pay. First Tier Bank measures its success by continued growth of our clients and communities. We are proud to support our high school athletes.
1: Glad to have you back with us here. Don't forget to nominate your athlete for Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month. Brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan, Whitney Bauer of Elm Creek, Philip Tran of Kearney are winners in month number one. The kick is away and will be taken at the seven-yard line by the Rebels up the middle of the football field. Rogers to the 10 to the 15 and good coverage, Elm Creek. They'll wrap him up right there. As Rogers brought down by Karsten McCarter. And let's see if this jump starts the Buffaloes. Can they, defense, slow down this big, big line from Arcadia Loop City? 24-8, 4.43, so plenty of time for something more to happen here. Each team has two timeouts remaining. Coming up at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. We'll take another look at our PlatteRiverPreps.com scoreboard in just a moment. Right now, though, back to that. Wildcat it looks like here. That's been working for Kusick. Runs into his motion man, but comes off right side with a little room. 20, 25. They try to strip it. They do. The ball's loose. Elm Creek says they have it at the 30. Let's find out. And they do. Elm Creek comes off the bottom of the pile with the football. It's stripped. And Troy Brummels recovers it. Wow, what a turnaround in this football game. Elm Creek now has it at the 30 yard line. Kusick, a good run up the field of 12 yards, but a fumble. The first turnover for Arcadia Loop City. Elm Creek already had two, and this will be spotted at the 30 yard line. Boy, if Elm Creek sticks another one in here, how does that change the momentum? Sometimes you go tackle them, don't strip it, but that time it worked out. McCarter with twins to the right side, including Perez, in motion from right to left. It's a quarterback rolling right side. McCarner going to the end zone one-on-one, and it is knocked away by Preston Rogers, intended for Trey Miner at the two. So they went for it all and did not hook up that time. First incomplete pass for McCarter Had that 48-yarder just a moment ago to Claybaugh. 2nd and 10 now at the Rebel 30-yard line. Turnovers are huge. Let's take a look at some scores. Kennesaw all over Giltner, 38 to nothing in the 2nd quarter. Amherst and South Loop still 0-0 in the 2nd. Alma leading Arapahoe, 20-6 in the 2nd. Last check, Gothenburg led Ord 7-3 in the 2nd. This time the Twins to the left side. It's Miner and Perez all the time. Empty backfield for McCarter. On 2nd and 10. McCarter again long cadence. Takes the snap. Looks left. Throws underneath. It's complete and brought down immediately at the 26-yard line is Trey Miner. Gain of 4. And the tackle made by Logan Gregory. And you take a look. That's the exact same play that set up the touchdown pass. That short little hook. So a 4-yard completion. Brings up 3rd down and 6. And again Elm Creek's in 2-down territory. Well, actually, say that's a five-yard gain. They marked it up on the 25-yard line. So five yards instead of four. This time, Perez will stay in the backfield. Ball on the air hash towards the Elm Creek sideline. Third down and five at the 25 of the Rebels. McCarter hands it off Perez. Right side, big hole and more into the secondary 20, to the 15, and he'll roll forward to the 11-yard line by gain of 14 for Perez, and I think Elm Creek's just finding a better way to block up front to get some holes in the middle of that offensive line. First and ten inside the 12-yard line. Elm Creek trying to answer right back here. Down 24 to nothing. They score. They force a fumble on the next play, and they're in business again in the red zone. Perez still in the backfield. First and ten. Officially say it's the 12, Minor on the short side, right side, and to the left. McCarter takes the snap, wants to throw over the middle. The ball is juggled and dropped by Trey Miner on a skinny post, and it'll bring up in second between. down and 10. Down. So they threw it last time on first down, and we're still able to get the uh, chains to move after an incomplete pass. Now they'll have to try it again, second and 10. Gonna say that's the 11-yard line. That's where our official is standing. So second and 10 at the 11. Engenberger, the end to the left. Hans robbins in there as your right guard. The center, Chase Swartwood. Perez in the backfield again with McCarter. They check the sideline real quick and take the snap. Quarterback keeper McCarter up the middle has room to the 5 and into the end zone. Touchdown. They hit Perez, but McCarter had the football. And now a chance to make it an eight-point game on the 11-yard touchdown run by Karsten McCarter. And two scores in less than two minutes here for Elm Creek. 3:02 to go. And our five-points bank touchdown, an 11-yard run by Karsten McCarter, the senior leader of this football team, as you heard Coach say in our pregame interview. So a 30-yard drive right after Troy Brumbles recovered the fumble they're gonna line up to kick it again but that would only make it a nine-point game they threw it out of this last time so the Rebels need to be a little more ready and they had problems on the snaps so and McCarter gets out of there he has to throw it fires it into the end zone it's touched but not caught and the pass is incomplete trying to get it to Trey minor that wasn't intentional that was just not a clean snap and hold So the two-point conversion is no good. And with 3.02 remaining in the first half, it is Arcadia Loop City 24 and Elm Creek 14. And welcome back, Doug Duda, Ken and Rath, producer. Don't forget, when we're all done tonight, we will have the Rivals and Red scoreboard show, an abbreviated edition, but we'll give you scores and highlights from around the area. As the ball is kicked away, this will be returnable. Rodgers takes it at the 3 on the left hash, brings it up the middle of the field to the 10, trying to follow blockers, 15, tries to bounce outside and gets to about the 19-yard line. Once he bounced outside, there were just three blue and gold jerseys, and Xavier Perez is in there on the tackle now let's see how arcadia loop city responds with 256 remaining here in the half they've got two timeouts they love to run the football but jones can throw it but only eight yards passing here so far in the first half of play and they have run Kusick out of that wildcat and it looks like they're going to do that again Wing back to the right side, man in motion, straight up the middle of the field is Kusick trying to run over his big center, Gus Tucker, crosses the 20, out to about the 23-yard line. That's a gain of four. So they get it right back in his hands after he fumbled it on the previous play. So head coach Mike Scott and his crew dialing it up over there. Going different package here in this second quarter, And that's what they're going to stay with. Scott will line up to the right. Rodgers will be the halfback just off of his end. Cody Detlef's unbalanced line to the right side. Scott in motion. Fake it to him. Straight ahead is Kusick Just runs right into the middle of the pile. Comes across the 25 out to the 27. It's going to be a gain of four more there for Caden. And it's going to be third down and two yards to go taking a while to unpile him down there. Went gotcha. on the tackle and maybe getting rolled up. That's gotcha. not what you want to see for Elm Creek. Is that Swartwood? Grumms gotcha. was also in on the tackle. And Swartwood got bent over there in the pile. And he's trying to shake it off. The nose guard here for Elm Creek. All right, Kitty Loop City is not in a hurry. They'll come up to the line of scrimmage with a minute 30 to go, clock running, third and a long two. Between the 27 and 28-yard line, they need to get to the 30. Again, out of the Wildcat. In motion, Scott. This time, they'll give it to Scott around the left end, and he's got a lot of room. 30, 35, 40 into Elm Creek territory, and they can't pull him down at the 30. They do say he steps out, though. They say he steps out. They couldn't pull him down. But is there a flag? It appears there is a flag that's going to wipe out a 23-yard run because all of the Rebels are staying back at the line of scrimmage. And could be a break here for the Buffaloes. It is a hold on the edge. That Scott was running. The second penalty of the ball game on the Rebels, and it wipes out a beautiful run of 23 yards that would have put them in a spot with the time and the distance a chance to score again but instead it'll be third down and about 13 yards to go the flag was actually up the line of scrimmage here a little bit so it won't be that far they're actually going to give scott a gain of four on the play so it's going to be third and ten, maybe even nine so manageable as they set the ball for play at the 21-yard line of the rebels 114 to go Back with Jones in there. And now we've got a whistle and I think a timeout on Elm Creek. They only had seven guys. One, two, three, four, five. No, they had eight guys out there. So they weren't lined up like they wanted. And a timeout called here by the Buffaloes. It'll be their second. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney. taking care of you since 1994, specializing in you. Arcadia Loop City
9: 24, Elm Creek 14. We'll be right back. Ooh, that light lunch didn't cut it. And our dinner reservations aren't until when? Well, this is just embarrassing. Enough is enough. Stop the growl with Amigos' new Quesadilla Snackers. A mini quesadilla with chicken or ground beef, bacon bits, and Amigos' ranch. They're just the right size at just the right price. Don't deal with a grumbling stomach. Stop the growl for only $1.99 with new Quesadilla Snackers only at Amigos. Limited time only sub
1: Volleyball begins next week, and Monday and Tuesday, I know Elm Creek is going to be uh, playing Highline, a conference foe, and Arcadia Loop City looks like they've got conference foes as well, we'll talk about that at half, recap some scores, a lot of games are at the half, Burwell 14, Ansley Litchfield 6, Alma 26, Arapahoe 6, There at the half, Amherst and South Loop 0-0 at the half. Centura 10, Broken Bow, nothing in the second quarter. Gothenburg now leads Ord 14-3 to at halftime. As we come back to action here, it is third and nine for Arcadia Loop City at their own 21. This time they do take the direct snap and tripped up in the backfield at the 20-yard line. A loss of one on the play is Cusick, and it'll be fourth down and 10. Little surprised Elm Creek's not using a timeout. Well, they did. They got right out there and used it. Didn't hear the whistle, so timeout used here, and that will be the final one for the Buffaloes. And I think that's what uh, kind of hurt them on the play before. They had to use a timeout with a dead ball, and now they are out of timeouts here with 1.09 remaining. It's 24-14 to Arcadia Loop City. They've got a 4th and 10 at their own 20-yard line coming up. Monday and Tuesday we will be in Holdridge for the C-110 Subdistrict Volleyball Tournament. It gets underway at 4:30 with Minden taking on Gibbon. Then it'll be Carney Catholic and Adams Central at approximately six, and at approximately 7:30 Southern Valley, the top seed, and in a district that they haven't been in or subdistrict haven't been in, I don't think much before a couple times with basketball with Carney Catholic, but not with some of those other teams. And uh, they're the top seed. They'll play the Minden given winner, and then the final is set for Tuesday. So sports virtually every night on the high school scene started last week with conference tournaments. This week, state cross-country, sub-district volleyball, state football playoffs for eight-man begin one week from tonight. And then, of course, next Saturday, district volleyball. So ready to put it away, Lane Gutswiller will stand back at his 27-yard line awaiting the Jones punt on 4th and 10 at the 20. Half a step, boots it away. And this is returnable. Gets Getzweiler takes it at the 27. Left sideline 30. 35 stays in bounds and steps out of bounds just short of midfield. So a nice job there. 13 and 19 is a 32 yard punt. And there might be a penalty flag, and yes, there is, back at the line of scrimmage. We may be doing this again. If I'm Elm Creek, I'd decline it and take it at midfield. No legal procedure called on Arcadia Loop City. And now a decision has to be made by Elm Creek. They would get it at the 39 or 40-yard line. I think, yeah, they're going to decline it. After discussing it, they're going to go ahead and decline that penalty and take the nice return there by Gutswiller. So it will go down as a 32-yard punt for Arcadia Loop City. Elm Creek hasn't punted yet. Scored twice, turned it over twice. And a 13-yard return just short of midfield. So Elm Creek down by 10, but have scored the last 14. Out of timeouts, one oh one to go before halftime. Arcadia Loop City will get the ball to start the second half. Preston Rogers had a pick six on the first play of the game to turn this thing towards Arcadia Loop City. Jaden Scott and Caden Kusick touchdown runs. Then McCarter to Claybaugh 48 yards, and McCarter after the fumble recovery and 11 yard run. Perez in motion, right to left. McCarter wants to throw, pump fake, nobody there. He's going to roll to his right. He's going to have to take off and eat this one, and he is brought down at the line of scrimmage. His wide receivers were all covered. And Gregory comes over and makes another great tackle here for Arcadia Loop City. No gain on the play for McCarter, and more importantly, that clock continues to run. They've got a hustle. Down to 35 seconds to go as they break the huddle. McCarter was trying to get out of bounds, and Gregory made a great play. McCarter can chuck at 40, so Arcadia Loop City better play it. They're not playing deep. Perez in motion, McCarter under pressure, steps up in the pocket, shovels it out here to Perez, he's got room, 35-30. Down the right sideline, he'll step out of bounds as Gregory and C- Caden Kusick pursued him. And enough for the first down, McCarter scrambled around long enough to just shovel it out there to him. And they're going to say he steps out of bounds at the 25-yard line. That's a 16-yard completion for McCarter, stops the clock, At the 25-yard line with 17 seconds to go. 24-14 Arcadia Loop City as we're headed towards halftime. And on the right side is Blake Engenberger. Twins to the left. It's Miner. And again, Perez. McCarter checks the line. Time for maybe three plays if they can get him out of bounds. The snap. McCarter rolls to his left to avoid pressure. Steps up. Throws to the end zone. And it is incomplete. Over Perez and too far away from Claybaugh, or Miner. I think he was intending that for Miner. But both were in the same general area down around the five-yard line, and the Rebels had three defensive backs back there. The pass falls incomplete. That'll bring up second down and ten, but that doesn't matter right now. There's not enough time to worry about having to get the first down. They're at the 25-yard line with 11 seconds to go. Rogers and Scott back there as the safeties for Arcadia Loop City, who'd been jamming the box throughout the first half. So do you try to get half of it here, or do you take two shots at the end zone? They took one on the last play. The Twins again out to the left. McCarter sending Perez in motion from left to right. Back to pass is Karsten in the pocket all kinds of time. Jump ball in the end zone looking for Miner, and it's knocked away, and we're going to get a flag. We're going to get a flag from the trailing official. That is the second pass interference call on Arcadia Loop City. And that's going to go against Rogers. And again, we're far enough away where I don't know. If he held him, that's one thing. But that sure didn't look like he pass interfered with him. And he was grabbing the jersey and you want to call holding, that's one thing. But that's a couple that have went towards Elm Creek. And another Elm Creek first down, and that'll move it half the distance to the goal with four seconds to go. So one crack here for Elm Creek. And they could close it to a one possession game going into halftime. It was 24 to nothing, Arcadia Loop City. It's 24 14. First and 10 at the Rebel. 13-yard line. Do you bring the house, or can McCarter have enough time? They're actually going to line up for a field goal, okay? This will be a 30-yard field goal from the right hash. Now, remember, the quarterback, McCarter, is the holder. Claybaugh is the kicker. They will kick it. Claybaugh puts it up. It's got enough distance, and it's good. So that makes it a one-possession ball game. The strength of having a kicker. A 30-yard field goal. Gives Elm Creek a 17-0 run to end the second quarter all in the last five minutes. And we've got ourselves a football game again. It's the Rebels of Arcadia Loop City 24 and the Buffaloes of Elm Creek 17. Coming up, the Roberto Sanitation Halftime Report. First half stats, scores from around the listening area. We'll talk a little volleyball, let you know what else is coming up tomorrow. So stay with us here on Power 99 and PlatteRimmerPreps.com.
6: When you want the very best, go see Trotter Where you'll always get more for your dollar We're your little friendly store, and we're right next door And that's what we're here for, go see Trotter
2: Based in Arcadia with locations across the greatest part of Nebraska Trotters is a proud supporter of all the area student-athletes And wishes them best of luck on the field, court, and in the
6: classroom Friendly service every time, quality is what you'll find where your neighbors and your friends, go see Trotter
0: Citizens Bank and Trust in Loop City, St. Paul, and Central City recognizes the importance of saving. No matter what your goal is, Citizens Bank and Trust has a savings option that's right for you. Citizens Bank and Trust offers everything you need in banking to keep your life, farm, and business running financially sound. Best of luck to all area student-athletes in the competition. From all of us at Citizens Bank and Trust in Loop City, St. Paul, and Central City. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender.
13: Anywhere fall activities take you, Friesen Ford has you covered. With a great selection of new and pre-owned cars, trucks, vans, SUVs, right on our lot, Friesen Ford has a selection to make it anywhere your fall activities take you. From marching band practices to high school football and volleyball games, their friendly sales team will work with you to find a car that fits your needs. And easy financing options are available. See the selection today at Friesen Ford. Just off I-80 in Aurora or online at FriesenFord.com for sales, service, parts. Trust your friendly Friesen
1: and welcome back to Elm Creek. A big thank you to Athletic Director Cory Spatansky and the crew here for their hospitality. This is the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. Your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local Yellow Pages. Well, what a what a turn we have had here. Twenty-four seventeen, Arcadia Loop City with the lead but arcadia loop city was up 24 to nothing let's take a look at some of the area games uh, most of the smaller schools are playing there's a couple of games in c1 but tomorrow night carney high will be at north platte win that they should get a home game it sounds like next week even if they are the eight seed grand island will be playing lincoln east to try to get to eight and one in Class B tomorrow night, Grant on the Northwest and Hastings, the big game. You'll hear it on 1230 AM, KHAS. Lexington takes on Alliance, York against Crete, and Scottsbluff McCook, that's been big for so many years, but McCook down a little bit this year, taking on second-ranked Bulldogs. In C1 tomorrow, another area rivalry, Central City's at Aurora. Adams Central will host Kozad on ESPN 1550. Kearney Catholic will be at Holdridge on ESPN 1460. tonight. C1 District Championship, Gothenburg leading Ord, 14-3. That's a huge game when it comes to the wild card points. It will affect who Catholic plays in the playoffs, among others. In C2 at the half, Centura 10, Broken Bone nothing. Tomorrow, Milford's at Donovan Trumbull. Gibbon is at Wood River right here on Power 99. St. Cecilia will play Sutton. St. Paul against Grand Island Central Catholic and Superior takes on Sandy Creek. In D1 action today, all games at the half, including ours here, Arcadia Loop City 24, Elm Creek 17. It's Alma 26, Arapaho 6, Burwell 14, Ansley Litchfield 6, and South Loop and Amherst are scoreless at the half. We are looking for a Shelton-Fullerton update. If you have a Shelton-Fullerton score, either call or text 646-0506, 646-0506. Kennesaw at last check was leading Giltner 38 to nothing. also looking for an update on Pleasanton-Bertrand. If you have that, give us a buzz or a text. And then earlier today, Elwood had five touchdowns, a uh, combination of running and passing from Connor Schutz to overwrite the Overton four-touchdown runs from Lobby, 42-38. They both scored the same amount of touchdowns, but Elwood had two more two-point conversions. Three of them in the game. Overton had one, and Elwood wins it to go to 7-1 and one and claim the district championship. Other games in the area tomorrow. Ravenna's at Heartland. BDS takes on Thayer Central. Axtell will play Blue Hill. That's on the breeze, 94.5. And Selimerna will take on Loomis in six-man. Wilcox Hildworth will play McPherson County Stapleton. And Silver Lake will take on Heartland Lutheran. We'd also uh, like to get an update on the SEM Eustace-Farnham game going on tonight. So SEM Eustace-Farnham, Pleasanton-Bertrand, Shelton-Forton. If you happen to have an update on those games, please text or call 646-0506, and we'll pass it along to all the folks listening and on PlatteRiverPreps.com. Again, Arcadia Loop City 24 and Elm Creek 17. We'll be back with more on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this. Well, let's take a look at what's going on Monday and Tuesday uh, for districts in volleyball. For Grand Island, they will play South Sioux City at Papillion La Vista, and then the winner gets the number one team in the state. Uh, That's at 4.30 Tuesday. For Kearney, they go to Elkhorn South. They'll play Columbus at approximately 5.30. The B-6 at Northwest is Tuesday. Northwest will play York at 5, Aurora and Hastings at 6.30. And the B-7 at Lexington, Holdridge and McCook will play the first game. Lexington and Holdridge will play the second game. All those finals are on Wednesday. In C-1, the Subdistrict 8 at Columbus on Monday. Boone Central and Central City will play at 5. Columbus SCOTUS will play Columbus Lakeview. That should be a great one. And then St. Paul plays the Boone Central. Central City winner. The C-19 up at Rock County Monday. Ord will play Ainsworth at 5. Valentine will then play O'Neill. And Broken Bow will play the winner of game number 1. We told you about the C-110 at Holdridge. We'll have for you Power 99 Monday night. Minden Gibbon at 4:30. Kearney Catholic Adams Central at 6. The winner of the first game will play Southern Valley at 7:30. The C-111 at North Platte. Cozat and Chase County at 6 Monday. Gothenburg and Hershey at 7:30. The c 28 at Adams Central Monday. Sutton and Sandy Creek will play at 4.30. Then Fillmore Central and Thayer Central at 6.00. Superior will take on the Sutton-Sandy Creek winner at 7.30. The c 29 at Grand Island. St. Sicilian Donovan Trumbull Monday at 5.30. Central Catholic and defending champion Brew Hill at 7.00. The c 210 at Ord Monday. Ravenna will play Wood River. Then that's at 5.00. Brewell and Centura at 6.15. And Arcadia Loop City will play the Ravenna Wood River winner at around 7.30, and the C211 at Lexington, South Loop will play Maxwell at 5.30, and Highline will play Elm Creek at 7.30 with those sub-district finals coming up on Tuesday. Again, the state cross-country meet going on tomorrow. We will be there all day for you with the first race starting at 12 noon, and Husker football fans, don't forget, every Friday before Husker football games, we've got our Husker lunch, part of the Doug and Daddy show at Cunningham's on the Lake, The Doug and Daddy Show from 11 to 12, and then Sean Callahan will be on hand tomorrow from noon to 1, free and open to the public, talking Husker football, answering all your questions. It's always a good hour. Come out and enjoy lunch while you're at Cunningham's on the lake. And then our high school football playoffs next Thursday. Eight man action. We'll see who's playing who, what time, where, try to get you as many games as we can on Thursday and then the high school football playoffs next Friday. Both Carney and Carney Catholic will be in, and we'll see about the rest of the kickoff times around the area. 24-17, Arcadia Loop City on top of Elm Creek, but the first 24 went to the Rebels. The second 17 went to Elm Creek. Let's go ahead and take a look at our scoring wrap of the first half brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. Arcadia Loop City won the toss. They deferred. Elm Creek took the football, ran it out to their 33-yard line. And the very first play of the game, Preston Rogers steps in front of the pass from McCarter. And the interception is returned 36 yards for a touchdown. And the two-point conversion run was good by Scott. And that made the score 8 to nothing, and we're only 15 seconds into the football game. Then after Gus Ducker recovered a fumble at the Elm Creek 22-yard line, the Rebels faced a fourth and eight at the nine, and Jaden Scott on a jet sweep took it from right to left, scored. Kuzik adds the two-point run. Makes it 16 to nothing. Then Elm Creek, after a third and 14 pass interference call, kept the drive alive. They were able to put together four first downs and take it all the way to the Arcadia Loop City 2, but on fourth and one, could not convert. And a long drive by the Rebels. They were able to take it 78 yards, capped off by a 12-yard Caden Cusick run. He also had the two-point conversion. 5.41 to go in the second quarter. The Rebels left 24 to nothing. But less than a minute later, a two-play drive ends on a 48-yard touchdown pass from Karsten McCarter to Cage Claybaugh. Claybaugh then hit Miner on a two-point pass. And with 4.50 to go in the second quarter, it's 24-8. On the very next offensive play for Arcadia Loop City, they fumbled the football from Caden Kusick out of that Wildcat. Troy Brummels covers for Elm Creek at the 30. And a 30-yard drive is capped by a McCarter 11-yard run. 3.02 to go in the second quarter. The two-point pass was no good. Made it 24-14. And then after another nice defensive stand, made Arcadia Loop City punt the football. Gage Claybaugh hit a 30-yard field goal as time expired. And that gets you your halftime score of Arcadia Loop City 24 And Elm Creek 17, the Rebels will get the ball to start the third quarter. We'll give you the first half stats right after this on Power
8: 99
1: Come on out. And we are back at the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report where it is time to take a look at the first half stats of this evening's D1 District Championship game between the Rebels and the Buffaloes and let's start with what we had for Elm Creek. Xavier Perez 9 carries, 37 yards. Karsten McCarter 10 carries, 47 yards and he's got a touchdown so that's it for running. 19 carries for 84 yards. Through the air, McCarter has put it up 9 times, completed 5 of those, 1 interception and one touchdown, 64 yards through the air, 84 on the ground, 148 yards of total offense, eight first downs for Elm Creek. They have not punted it. They do have the two turnovers, a pick six and a fumble at their own 22. They have been flagged three times for 15 yards in penalties. For Arcadia Loop City, Caden Cusick, 10 carries, 35 yards, and a touchdown. Jaden Scott, Nine carries, 71 yards, and a touchdown. Jaden Jones, two carries for seven yards. That's 21 rushes, 113 yards through the air. Jones has put it up four times and completed one eight-yarder. No picks, no touchdowns. So 121 yards of total offense, seven first downs, two punts for an average of 36 yards, three penalties for 38 yards, and one fumble that was at their own 30-yard line. And, of course, they have the defensive touchdown, so that gives them no three touchdowns. Two touchdowns and a field goal for Elm Creek. And that takes us to where we are at here at halftime. So Elm Creek has more yards, and they have snapped the ball just about as many times here but a few more snaps for Elm Creek as they finally got some drives going here in the second quarter. And your score, 24-17 to in favor of the Arcadia Loop City Rebels. Getting our final three-minute warm-up going, we want to remind you that on the college scene, Nebraska Volleyball is at Indiana tomorrow and Purdue on Saturday, and those games are on the Big Ten Network. For UNK Volleyball, they're on the road for a pair of games this weekend, and Hastings College is on the road for games on Friday and Saturday. Dakota Wesleyan and then all the way up to Jamestown, North Dakota on Saturday. In football, of course, the Huskers will host Indiana at 2.30 Saturday on the Big Ten Network, Pre-game at 9.30 on the Breeze. the UNK football team will travel to defending MIAA conference champion Fort Hayes State at 2 o'clock on Saturday afternoon, and Hastings College will be traveling to Briarcliff, Hastings looking for their first conference win against one of the best defenses in the entire conference, and that game can be heard on 1230 AM, KHAS. UNK soccer is home Friday and Sunday, Hastings College is back home on Saturday And that covers a lot of what's going on. As we said, state cross-country tomorrow for UNK. They go to the conference cross-country meet this weekend as well. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service, Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. At the half, Arcadia Loop City 24, Elm Creek 17. The second half is next.
4: At First Tier Bank, our roots go back to 1955. Our vision has always been to help our communities live better with great banking. First Tier Bank takes pride in providing professional banking services with several convenient locations in Elm Creek, Kearney, and Holdridge. First Tier Bank offers a full line of banking and financial services, including checking, savings, loans, and online banking with bill pay. First Tier Bank measures its success by continued growth of our clients and communities. We are proud to support our high school athletes.
1: Monday night, Thursday night, it's Thursday night football on ESPN 1460 and 1550. And the Washington Redskins just one win on the season. Uh, their defense has stepped up tonight. It's just before halftime. The Minnesota Vikings and Washington Redskins are tied at six. Now the Vikings have a third and goal at the Washington Four with 11 seconds to uh, go And that's what we've got for you on ESPN 1460 and 1550 going on tonight. Halftime score, Kennesaw 52, Giltner 8 is an updated score to bring your way. Let's take a look at the field conditions brought to you by your Pioneer Seed representative, Impact Ag Partners, Craig Ruches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Pioneer knows more about field conditions with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans with Impact Partners and Pioneer Seed, science with service, delivering success, Always a well-kept field here at uh, Elm Creek. One of the more enjoyable places to come over and call a football game. in Elm Creek hoping that uh, they get to play a lot more games here on this home field if they can complete the comeback. But Arcadia Loop City to return it. The kick will be taken right at the one-yard line by Rodgers. And, boy, there's no blocking <laughs> up to the five, and he's done at the seven. What a great job of kick coverage by the Elm Creek Buffaloes. And coming down to make the tackle, is that Brighton Walls, the junior, gets down there and makes a beautiful, beautiful tackle. And Arcadia Loop City will be starting at their own eight-yard line. So let's see if they can continue to ground and pound here. As Lewandowski splits out wide to the right, they will start with Jones at the quarterback. They did do some wildcat where Caden Cusick took the snap. Kusick will be to his left. Jaden Scott will be to his right. First and 10 at their own eight. Here comes a run blitz up the middle. They'll hand it off the left side. Scott to the 10, to the 11. He's still churning. It looked like Swartwood was going to bring him down, but he just kind of slid off of him and he gets out to the 12 yard line. Going to be a gain of four for Scott. And Egenberger was in there on the tackle. And just looking to pop that big run. And earlier in the game, Scott did that, had a 32-yarder, by far the biggest run of the ball game, the biggest offensive play for Arcadia Loop City. Rodgers rotating in there at the wide out with Lewandowski. Splits to the right side. Jones just 1 of 4 through the air. They've tried to keep it on the ground in this physical football game. Hand it off again, and Scott finds some room off the left side. Has the first down, breaks a tackle at the 20 to the 25, and he'll be drug out of bounds at the 29-yard line. That's an 18-yard run by the fullback, James Scott. 93 yards now for Scott. And the first downs equal out now at 8 apiece unofficially. You're listening to KKPR-FM, Carney. Arcadia and Odessa and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. The Rebels, don't go with a lot of different looks. And on 1st and 10 of the 29, Jones wants to throw. Out here into the flat is complete at the 35 and just turning. And, oh, well, no, he didn't hold on to it. I thought he stepped out of bounds with possession, but Lewandowski couldn't hold on to it. Jones has missed on a couple of his passes, but that one looked to be on hands. It'll be 2nd down and ten. Drew was open, just couldn't haul that one in. Ball marked at the 30. Expected a tough fighting game here, but some turnovers have allowed some more points to be put on the board. 24-17 Rebels, Handoff. off Scott, big hole up the middle, 40-30. He might go if he can break one tackle, but he is brought down at the 20-yard line by Lane Gutswiller. A quick pop right up the middle by Scott from his 30 to the Elm Creek 20. That's a 30-yard run, and the Rebels are in business again. Acadia Loop City was up 24 to nothing. That lead has been cut to seven. Lewandowski splits out wide to the right. The big boys up front. Ducker, Deathlifts, Kalowski, Jarabek making the blocks. Back to that short pistol lick here that they've run on this drive. First and 10 at the 20. This time Scott goes to the right side, and he's going to be drugged down from behind by Troy Brummels, but not until he gets about six inside the 15 to near the 14-yard line. And Scott getting the workload tonight. Kusick the leading rusher, but Scott right there with him. It's just that Kusick has had many more carries. That is not... The case right now, although it was 10-9 to 9 in the first half, it just seems like Scott has had the better of it tonight. Second and four at the Buffalo 14. Opening drive, two minutes gone here in the third quarter. 24-17 Rebels. Ball on the far hash. Check with the sidelines real quick about what play they want to call here after they already come up over the ball. They haven't done that much tonight. Rogers. they're just going to switch their running backs here and put Kusick on the left, Scott on the right and they'll give it to Scott, breaks a tackle in the backfield, finds a hole over the right side, and he's going to work his way to the 10. He got tied up in the backfield, has the first down. They'll spot him out of bounds inside the 10 at the 9. Scott not going down on first contact, that's for sure. Three first downs on this opening drive, and they continue to churn it out. The Rebels first and goal at the 9, up by 7, with 9.5 to go here. In quarter number three. Dusky slid to the right side. Jones takes the snap. Going to keep it himself. Bootleg around the left side. Nowhere to go. Has to cut it back up on the numbers. And he's going to get some positive yards inside the five. Down to about the three. Boy, he took off around that left side. And there were two defensive backs waiting for him. And McCarter and Perez, he said, exit stage right. And it was a good thing he did. As he picks up six on the play. Just his third run of the night, second in goal. They'll mark it at the four, between the four and the three, actually. Kusick to the right, Scott to the left. Jones takes it, gives it to Scott, follows his blocker. Kusick gets upended, but into the end zone. Touchdown Scott. A three yard touchdown run by Jaden Scott. And Loop City takes the opening possession, even though they had to start at their own eight. They march at 72 yards, their second drive of more than 70 yards to go up 30 to 17. On the three-yard touchdown run by Scott. 8.43 remaining here in the third quarter, five points bank touchdown. As they go for two, which again starts to be crucial in this football game. They've made all their two-point conversions. Jones takes it, hands it off, right side, into the ball game is Tyron Calarose, and Tryon takes it in. So they bring in Calarose, hand it off to him, and he runs it in for the two-point conversion. Of- 843 remaining in the third quarter. It's now Arcadia Loop City 32 and Elm Creek 17 on Power 99.
16: What if there were an easier way to make sense of farm data? A smarter way to make decisions, a better way to harness the power of precision agriculture. There is. Introducing Agellum by CHS. Agellum is a customizable farm planning and management platform that analyzes your farm's unique data, empowering better agronomic and economic decisions. Contact your CHS agronomist or yield point specialist to get started. Agellum, activating data.
15: Loop Agency, Loop Realty, and Loop City would like to say good luck to all the area athletes in this week's competition. Loop Agency is working to provide you the best insurance and real estate services available based on your needs, because we can and you deserve it. Loop Agency Loop Realty, where we write insurance and sell service. Call Amy at 308-745-1097 in Loop City. Good luck, athletes.
1: And the Rebels ready to kick it off after that 72-yard drive. It's a squib kick that'll be picked up at the 23-yard line. And Kobe Smith going all the way from right to left. Out of hole, 30-35. Gets a good block downfield, 30. And it will be shoved out of bounds in Rebel territory near the 28-yard line. Kobe Smith took that squib kick and turned it into something nice here for the Elm Creek Buffaloes. So Elm Creek, who has not been behind much at all this year, has been playing the entire game from the first offensive snap from behind tonight. Arcadia Loop City has been playing from ahead since the first game, or since the second game of the year against Shelton. So let's see if Elm Creek can get something going and get right back here and answer the score. of Arcadia Loop City, their first possession will be at the 30-yard line. On first and 10, McCarter. Those twins to the right. It's been that most of the night. Fakes the handoff. McCarter wants to try the right side. He'll get to the 28-yard line. Shoestring tackle Logan Gregory threw him off balance in the backfield. And McCarter dives forward for a two-yard gain. McCarter 47 yards rushing. Perez 37 yards in the first half. McCarter threw for 64 yards. And the bulk of that on a 48-yard touchdown pass to Cage Claybaugh. So second down and eight here for the Buffaloes as the temperature continues to drop on this chilly final Thursday of the football regular season. Temperature in Elm Creek, 35 degrees right now. Not much wind to speak of. McCarter hands it to Perez off the left side. He's tackled inside the 25 at the 24, but he was able to drag Kalinowski with him just a little bit. And that's going to be a gain of 3 for Perez. Xavier is so used to having big big games. But uh, he has been held in check tonight. Again that big line has been the story of the game for Arcadia Loop City. Perez 600 yards now on the season. They down and four at the 25 of the Rebels. McConnor. Right in the middle of the football field, takes it, pulls it back, wants to roll left, is stretched out, and he is going to be shoved out of bounds. Gregory is there again to mess up the play, and then his teammates come Carter, over, like Carter, Rogers, to shove him out of, out of bounds. Great job there by the Arcadia Loop City defense. That's a big boys over there. And it's going to be fourth down and call it five as McCarter. Will lose a yard on the play. They've tried that quarterback keep or naked bootleg on a couple of occasions. That time it did not produce. So what do they want to do? McCarter can throw. They haven't just put him out there in scramble mode much. Trey Miner out to the left. They leave Perez in the backfield. On a crucial fourth down here for Elm Creek at the Rebel 25. Arcadia Loop City going to bring some pressure, throw it out here in the flat, and it's going to be caught for the first down. Did he hang on? Yes, at the 18-yard line. Angenberger threw it up high for him over the top of Lewandowski, and he makes a nice catch. That's going to be a gain of seven on the play. And a first down here for Elm Creek. So after that great kick return, they want to be able to turn something in here and get some points on the board. They'll mark the ball. At the 18-yard line, first down and 10 for Elm Creek. One of the officials having a problem with his shoe, so they haven't blown the ball ready to play yet. Elm Creek's ready to go. First and 10 at the 18. In the backfield, Kobe Smith. Short side, again, it is Minor and Perez. McCarner wants to throw. Quick little hook out here, complete, and brought down immediately at the 11-yard line is Trey Miner. Might say his knee hit closer to the 12, but it's a gain of six on the play. 17, Logan. Gregory. And it'll be second down and four. Second down, Ball at the 12-yard line. Elm Creek trying to answer the Arcadia Loop City 72-yard drive to begin this third quarter. 32-17 to in favor of the Rebels against undefeated Elm Creek with a district title on the line here tonight. Same formation as last time. Twins to the short side with Smith in the backfield. This time they'll put Perez in motion. McCarner takes it, hands it to Smith, straight up the field at the 10, breaks a tackle at the 5, and he's into the end zone. Again, you keep your eyes on Perez, and they pop it up the middle for a 12-yard touchdown run. Kobe Smith, his first carry of the ball game with 6.09 to go in the third quarter. 32-23, to so do they try to kick it? and making an eight point game or do they take the chance here and go for two? Claybaugh is in there for the extra point attempt. So, can they make it an eight point game? Claybaugh hit a 30 yard field goal on the final play of the first half to kind of negate some of those two point conversions and the kick is just pounded and that is good. There's so much room here at the track though, you don't have to worry about going into somebody's yard with a kick is good. Our 5 points spank touchdown, a 12-yard run by Kobe Smith with 6.09 to go. In the third quarter, Arcadia Loop City 32, Elm Creek 24.
12: AJ's Bookkeeping and Tax Service in Loop City supports and sends best wishes to the area athletes. You don't have to go it alone with either your business or personal financial records. AJ's Bookkeeping and Tax Service in Loop City stands ready to help with 20 years experience in personal and business tax preparation, payroll, and payroll reports. Need to register your semi? AJ can help file your 2290 form. Call AJ today, 308-745-1576 or stop in at 147 North 7th Street. Let AJ help with your Payroll tax and bookkeeping needs.
1: So an excellent kick return by Kobe Smith to the 30, and they reward him, and he helps himself with a 12-yard touchdown run. Claybaugh. And Elm Creek ready to boot it away here. Claybaugh puts it on the tee. And pounds this one back to goal. Oh, they're going to let him run it out at the goal line, at the one-yard line. Breaks a tackle at the 15, and Rodgers will be brought down at the 17-yard line. That was really close. He had his foot on the end line, but Rodgers. must have snuck it out of there just in time. Right, yeah, it doesn't really make a whole lot of difference. They pick up yardage to the 15-yard line. That's where they would have been anyway had it been called a touchback. So Arcadia Loop City, each team scoring on their first possession of the third quarter. With 5.59 to go, the Rebels will come over the football. Staying with Jones in there. Again, they had some wildcat in the first half. Haven't seen that here yet in the second half. And the snap to Jones. Hands it off to the bank man tonight, Jaden Scott. And Scott will come forward to the 20-yard line for a five-yard gain. Scott getting the workload here so far in this third quarter. He has carried it seven times for 71 yards. He had nine carries for 71 yards in the first half. He had an 18 and a 40-yard or 30-yard run on the opening drive. Rogers splits out wide to the right. Second and five. Rebels at their own 20-yard line, leading at 32 to 24 three down linemen and three in the box here as linebackers jones wants to throw and it is incomplete short of his man and over the head of kirby smith kind of into no man land out there trying to get it to rogers so arcadia loop city not having any luck tonight through the air as they had throughout most of this season and yeah, for Cheney, he just hasn't been on his game tonight. He averages 151, as we told you in the first half, through the air. This is KKPR-FM, Carney Hastings, Grand Island. Doug Duda with you as well on PlatinumReprops.com. Third down and five, Rebels at their own 20-yard line with an eight-point lead over Elm Creek. Jones takes the snap. Here comes the blitz, hands it off, and they tackle Scott before he can even take a step forward. That's not even fair. Engenberger. And a loss of four on the play, but that's not on Jaden Scott. He had no chance on that. And fourth and nine coming up for the Rebels. Jones has punted 40 and 32 yards. Have been his two punts, and he'll boot it away with about four and a half minutes to go here in the third quarter. Lane Gutswiller back to return it. Stands at his own 28. Here comes some pressure, but Jones got it away. That's a nice one. It'll be taken at the 26-yard line. Room to run, 30, 35, and brought down right at midfield. That's a 38-yard punt. And a nice return that time of about 13 yards. And there is a flag at the very end of the play. A couple of hankies on the field. A legal block in the back on Elm Creek. So that wipes out the return that they did mark at the 38-yard line. So it's going to go back to right about the point where he received the punt. So still decent field position, just not quite as good. They'll move it to the 30. Well, they only moved it 10 yards. So a 31-yard line on the block in the back. That's the fourth penalty of the ball game that's been accepted against Elm Creek. And now a chance to go down and with a two-point conversion could tie this football game. 32-24, Arcadia Loop City. They were up 24-0. And the senior, Karsten McCarter, sends Smith in motion this time. He's got Perez, or excuse me, that is Minor in motion. He's got Perez with him. Swings it out here in the flat to him, and he dropped the football. Didn't look like he was going to go very far anyway. Gus Ducker, the big boy, was coming over there along with Jaden Scott to hem him in at the line of scrimmage. Second down and 10. To be honest, (laughs) Elm Creek has not had a lot of luck on their first down passing. They've overcome a lot of those incomplete passes, but not a whole lot of luck on the first down passes. A couple, just a little, little button hooks for about five, six yards. Now they'll send the single receiver, Miner, over to the left side on the second and 10. They'll pass again. McCarter, happy feet, looking, looking, ball fake, and he is going to step out of bounds as he gets up to the 35-yard line. Caden Kusick did not bite on the ball fake, and it's going to be a gain of four on the play. And it'll bring up third down and six here for Elm Creek, stopping the clock with 4.17 to go in quarter number three. More high school football scores from around the area in the fourth quarter. Gothenburg leading Ord 14-3 and Alma leading Arapahoe 40-6. Burwell now leads Ansela Litchfield 28-6 in the third quarter of play. And Centura leads Broken Bow in the third quarter 13-0. Third and six for Elm Creek at their own 35-yard line. McCarter takes the snap throws it right out in the middle for Engenberger, caught first down, 35-34 yard line of Arcadia Loop City, where he is stuck by Lewandowski, but it's a gain of 11, and Engenberger, the tight end, took the shot, but those are the ones you expect when you come down the middle, and it'll be first and 10 here for Elm Creek, the 11th of the football game, keep the drive going in Rebel territory. As we're down to four minutes to go in the third quarter, 32-24, Arcadia Loop City with the lead here on Power 99. Very patient. Every time they come up over the ball, McCarter takes the snap, hands it to Perez. He's hit in the backfield and falls forward for a yard. Good tackle. Caden Kusick came through there, basically untouched, but Perez had a good jump out of the blocks there. It will be a gain of just one. Again, Xavier, 41 yards so far in the football game. McCarter, 52. Smith with the 12-yard touchdown run. And that's what's going on on the ground here at Elm Creek. Good crowd on hand. Some trying to stay warm in their cars, but most of them along the fence so they don't have to sit in the cold stands, especially on the visitor's side. Second down and nine for the Buffaloes at the 32-yard line. Of the Rebels, McCarter takes the snap, looks right, and he's under some pressure. He's flushed, he's flushed, he throws it away. That's a good call by McCarter. Miner wasn't open, and he had pressure coming from Logan Gregory and Gus Ducker and really turned on the Jets there just to get away and throw that away. Third down and nine at the 33-yard line, 32 of Arcadia Loop City. But it does stop the clock. Again, if you joined us late, 24-0 Arcadia Loop City. Preston Rogers a pick six on the first play of the game. Then Gus Ducker, a fumble recovery, a 22-yard drive. Jane Scott put it in. It was 16-0 midway through the first. And Elm Creek has come back. 32-24 with the ball. Third down and nine. McCarter, his wide receiver slipped, trying to get a backside screen here. It's complete, and he is drilled by Scott. Trey Miner just took one right in the chest and hardly anything maybe two yards on that trey minor was all the way on the right side of the formation at the snap he slipped got up drug himself right down the line of scrimmage that's what the play was designed to do but by that time scott had noticed what was going on and just knocked him off his feet so fourth down and seven the ball at the 30-yard line and elm creek will go for it You're in that go-for-it zone. And let's see if the Buffaloes can convert, or if Arcadia Loop City comes up with another fourth down stop. Perez slot right, minor wide right, Smith in the backfield. McCarner takes the snap, rolls to his right, looking, looking, everybody's covered, stops, pump fake, tries to run, but he won't get it. Gregory is there, Calarose is there, and he's finished off by Justin Lewick. It is a gain of four, but he needed six, and turned the chains around. Good coverage downfield by the Arcadia Loop City Secondary because McCarter had some time, and there was just nowhere to throw the football. So the Rebels will take over at their 26. Both teams scored on the opening possession of the third quarter. That Arcadia Loop City punted, and Elm Creek gives it up on downs at the 26. Two minutes to go here in quarter number two, 30 or three, 32-24. Hand off Handoff, Scott around right side. Kusick's doing a lot of blocking. He gets a couple of yards up to the 29. a gain of three. We'll call it third down or second down and seven. Scott, 140 yards rushing unofficially. He has carried every time but once jones carried it Kusick has not carried the ball and now hobbling off the field was that Jarabic or was that plastic plastic just a freshman over there on, D, the a of the i just caught him hobbling off the field at the last second so back to that base formation here quarterback in his backs flanking him jones wants to throw has time rolls right Backside screen not there, flows it out here into the flat, and it's knocked out of the hands of his intended receiver at the 34-yard line, trying to get it to Lewandowski. And again, Arcadia Loop City is one of seven for eight yards through the air. Good defense back there by McCarter and company. And it's third down in seven Rebels at their own 29-yard line. Elm Creek fans trying to make some noise again here. as they thought maybe this was going to be over early. 7-0, but down 24-0. Rodgers in as the wide receiver to the near side. A little late getting out of the huddle here, getting the team set. And Jones on third and seven. Pressure coming up the middle. They'll hand it off. And this time the tackle is made and maybe stripped and taken away. Scott ripped out of his hands by Engenberger. It's a fumble and a recovery by Elm Creek. Engenberger stripped it right out of the hands of Jaden Scott as he come down for the tackle and now we are even at two turnovers apiece. So Blake steps up. Fumble recovery at the 30 yard line of Arcadia Loop City. That's the same place they recovered a fumble back in the second quarter. And went on to score. 103 to go third quarter. Arcadia Loop City 32. Elm Creek 24, but the Buffaloes just come away with the turnover. First and 10 at the 30 of the Rebels. Twins out to the right again with Perez and Minor. Empty backfield for quarterback McCarter. And they'll send him in motion from right to left, fake it to Perez. They want to throw again, looking deep, nowhere to go. McCarter's going to have to tuck it up and run, and not much there. He's tackled out of bounds at about the 27, 28-yard line. Tackle made by Gavin Sell and Caden Kusick. They were looking for a fairly deep slant there to Trey Miner, but the Rebels had him. It's a gain of one. And a lot of incompletions and runs out of bounds here on these last two series. It has lengthened our third quarter of play. Own Creek gave it up on downs last time. They want to make something happen with this good field position. Second out of nine near the Young Creek sideline. They put Perez back in the backfield. Look over to the sidelines to see which of the plays they want to run. Now they're ready to go. McCarter gives it to Perez straight up the middle of the field. He's got room 25-20 into the secondary and brought down at the 15-yard line. The hole opened up quickly, and a gain of 14 for Xavier Perez. And it's first and 10 at the 15-yard line. Things have tightened up down the road. Ord has scored 11 in a row. Gothenburg and Ord, 14-14 with eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter of play. So a dandy over there in Gothenburg. The Chanticleers have cut it and tied it up here. Elm Creek trying to get in, cut it to two, and see what they do on the conversion. First and 10 at the 15. 30 seconds to go in the quarter. Low snap. McCarter's going to have to keep it himself. And around the right side, he just lowers his head, gets what he can, which is about a yard and a half. Scott in there on the tackle. Ducker in there on the tackle. We'll give him a gain. Uh, one on the play, move it to the 14-yard line, and that should be the final play of the third quarter. So each team scored once, and after three quarters of play in this D1 District Championship, 6-1 and Arcadia Loop City leads 7-0 and Elm Creek, 32-24, to here on Power 99 and com.
17: So many advantages of shopping at Joe's Market in Loop City. You know the people who work there, and they know you. Not to mention the great service and fresh meats, including homemade pull sausage Isn't it just nice to know that all the food you can buy locally is fresh, and the people that help you are the same friendly faces that live on the same street. Their kids go to the same school. That's what you get at Joe's Market in Loop City. Joe's Market is proud to support the area athletes.
14: Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains.
1: couple of other scores to pass along to you right now. Besides the Ward-Gothenburg score, 14-14 in the fourth. Centurion now leads Broken Bell 15-0 in the third quarter of play. So an update for you there. And Amherst leading South Loop 6-0 now in the fourth quarter. Of play earlier today, Elwood beat Overton forty-two to thirty-eight. So we've had a couple of dandies for you today here on Power ninety-nine. Uh, the biggest lead in that game was ten points, twice by Elwood, and Overton came back and took the lead both times. Here, Arcadia Loop City was up twenty-four to nothing, and then the last seventeen points in the second quarter scored by Elm Creek. Each team is able to put up points here in this fourth, third quarter, and your score is Arcadia Loop City thirty-two. And Elm Creek 24 and it will be second down and nine for Elm Creek the Buffaloes second and nine at the Arcadia Loop City 14-yard line as we begin the fourth quarter McCarter a lot of short passes the last quarter he was four of six for 26 yards Jones 0 of 3 but James Scott big runs he ran for 70 yards last quarter. Second and nine, McCarter now takes the snap. Perez takes the handoff. Up the middle he goes, and an ankle tackle saves a big run inside the 10, very close to the first down marker at the 7. It's going to be a gain of 7 for Perez, who now has 62 yards rushing on the night on 13 carries. McCarter has 58 yards rushing on 16 carries. Again, this drive started at the Rebel 30-yard line after Blake Engenberger stripped the ball away from Jayden Scott. Third and two at the seven. Perez in the backfield with McCarter. Miner to the short side, the right side. And McCarter. Long count again. Takes the snap. Gives it to Perez off the left side. The first down, the end zone, the touchdown. Xavier Perez. A seven-yard touchdown run and now will they go for the two point conversion and they did a high chest bump in the end zone and Perez slipped and went down and he came up a little gimpy so you don't want to get injured celebrating but that was another nice run and give credit up front there Robbins Carr Swartwood a seven-yard touchdown run for Xavier Perez And they will straight line up to go for the two-point conversion and tie. McCarter's actually going to be under center for this one out of the I-formation. Takes the snap, fakes the handoff, wants to throw towards the end zone, and it is knocked away. Carter Erickson, the fullback, was the intended receiver. So, Arcadia Loop City holds on to the lead. Our five-points bank touchdown, a seven-yard run from Xavier Perez. We'll score 32-30 Arcadia Loop City leading Elm Creek on Power
2: 99.
0: Erickson Ford in Loop City is founded on trust, integrity, and respect. We are proud to offer these values in our sales and business practices so our customers keep coming back. The vehicles on our lot have the best prices and quality in the area, so come by and see us today. If you don't see what you want, we will find it for you. See us online at ericksonford.com. Go further with Erickson Ford in Loop City. We sell service. A proud sponsor of this broadcast, and we wish all the area's student-athletes good luck in the competition.
10: Are you wanting to remodel your kitchen or bathroom, but you don't know where to start? Come see me, Abby Mahler, the kitchen and bathroom designer at Moshka's Building Center in Arcadia. It's my job to design your kitchen layout and help you coordinate your cabinets, countertops, backsplash, flooring, and hardware. I have design software that lets you see a 3D image of your layout, so you can visually picture what your new kitchen will look like. Please call us at 789-6252 and ask for Abby to set up your free consultation today.
1: Gage Claymoss sails it into the air here, and that goes deep into the end zone. That's the best kickoff for either team tonight, and we've got ourselves a heck of a ball game. Undefeated, Elm Creek battling back from 24 down. They're on a 30-8 run, but they still trail with 11-11 to go in the game. Arcadia Loop City, 32, and Elm Creek, 30. Glad you're along with us here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. KKPR-FM, Kearney, Elm Creek, Loop City, Arcadia Loop City comes out with Jones as the quarterback. They have run Wildcat, just not yet in the second half. Unbalanced line, strong to the left side. Jones takes the snap, and a pitch play on the outside here. A little mini option pitch to Scott. He gets the corner, the 20, 25, stays inbounds, 30. And finally, drunk out of bounds across the 35-yard line, all the way out at the 37. A 22-yard run by Jaden Scott. 163 yards now rushing for Scott in the football game. And again, getting it right back in his hands. When Kusick fumbled in the first half, the next play they ran was to him. Scott had it stripped away, which led to that 30-yard drive that Elm Creek just completed, so they give it right back to him. Each team with two turnovers, and they've turned into points. All four times. First and 10, Rebels at their own 37. Running out of bounds, so the clock did stop. And Jones holds on, gives it to Scott again, and again he's into the secondary, into Elm Creek territory at the 35, gets to the 30, and they'll be brought down by Gutswiller at the 29, and they keep running out of bounds. That is a gain of 14 on the play. A gain of 14 on the play for Arcadia Loop City. Two nice runs here for Jane Scott, and they're already at the 29-yard line of Elm Creek. A minute gone here in the fourth quarter. Arcadia Loop City trying to answer back. Rogers in as the wide receiver, but only one completed ball in the game for Arcadia Loop City. Jones sends Scott out of the backfield and then hands it off up the middle to the 25-yard line. Kusick with his first carry of the second half, a gain of four. He had 35 yards and a touchdown in the first half of play. Scott a nine-yard run, Kusick a 12-yard run, Scott a three-yard touchdown run here in the third quarter. So he's found the end zone twice. He had the 36-yard interception return by Preston Rogers. So four touchdowns and four two-point conversions. For Elm Creek, McCarter to Claybaugh, 48 yards. A McCarter, 11-yard run, a 30-yard field goal by Claybaugh on the final play of the half. And then Smith, a 12-yard run. Perez, a 7-yard run. 32-30. And they'll fake it this time, and Jones to run it. He got upended immediately. Nowhere to go. He's going to lose yards back there. Three yards behind the line of scrimmage. Troy Brummels and Berez in there to kind of sandwich him. Actually, they gave him a heck of a spot. Jones didn't even step forward. I don't know how they spotted it, where they spotted it, but it's just back at the original line of scrimmage. Get out, get out, get out, get out. And that brings up third down and eight. Snap the ball, hand it off again. This time, Kusick right side stays on his feet inside the 25, gets down to about the 22. Going to need three yards here on fourth down. Gain of five for Cade. So, another fourth down situation. Arcadia Loop City hasn't been in many of these fourth down to go situations they've scored or been on the wrong side of midfield Elm Creek has had a lot of fourth down conversion attempts Lewandowski Rodgers running plays back and forth 32 30 Arcadia Loop City eight and a half to go and the Rebels have it fourth down and two yards to go at the Elm Creek 21. Scott to the right Kusick to the left Flanking the quarterback, Jones takes the snap. Jones trying to follow his blockers. Has the first down and more to the 15. Claybaugh, excuse me, uh, Engenberger makes the tackle. But Jones, a six-yard run to move the sticks here again for the Rebels. Unofficially, I have them for 14 first downs in the game. Elm Creek, the same number. And it's been that kind of game. Just hasn't been... More of the game of runs in the first half, even up here with each team scoring a touchdown in the second half. And then the last one, Elm Creek, able to score to go two touchdowns to one. Hand off Kusick. Kusick inside to the 10, Kusick down to the 7. A game of eight for Caden Kusick. So now he's getting back as the workhorse here for Coach Mike Scott and the Rebels. Both teams could be 7-1, and and yeah, there's a chance, not in the first round, round—but these guys could face off again. They have played against each other quite a bit over the last few years and have had some big games. 7.20 to go. Second and two, Arcadia Loop City at the 7 of Elm Creek. And again, if they score, that two-point conversion crucial. They've made them all. Rodgers to the right. Play clock down to three. Jones keeps it himself on an option short pitch here, and they're going to be able to drag down Scott at the 10-yard line. And again, it's Brummel's. Brummel's having a heck of a game defensively here for Elm Creek. That's the first time they'd run that kind of play. They'd had an option pitch wide earlier, but that was only about two feet. He could have still probably handed it to Scott. And a loss of three on the play. So the Elm Creek defense trying to bow their neck here in the red zone. Third down and five now for the Rebels at the Elm Creek 10. Six and a half to go as that clock continues to tick down. Elm Creek might only get it one more time. Jones. Run blitz coming. Hands it to Scott off the left side. He ran right into that blitz. Ran right past the blitz and gets back to the seven. So it's going to be fourth down and about two yards to go. So Scott got the three yards that they just lost. But another fourth down. Last time Jones kept it on a two-yard situation and picked up six. Now it's fourth down, about two and a half. Ball between the seven and the eight. He's got to get whoever it is to the five. And Coach Scott, I think, is going to call a timeout to discuss what they want to do here on fourth down. He's going to wait for the clock to run down as far as he can. And then burn the timeout with this two-point lead. Still has confidence that they can punch it into the end zone and maybe go up two scores. And there's the timeout with 5.36 remaining in the game. Arcadia Loop City will use their first timeout of the half. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney taking care of you since 1994. It is 32.30 Arcadia Loop City. will be right back.
5: Thursday
1: night football continuing on ESPN 1460 and 1550. Six minutes to go in the third quarter. The Minnesota Vikings 16 and the Washington Redskins 6. We've got plenty of action going on <laughs> on uh, ESPN for college football this weekend as well. So uh, stay with us and we'll pass it all along to you. Don't forget tomorrow, we've got plenty to cover when it comes to the world series game three and high school football as well so here a crucial spot in our football game as arcadia loop city is going forward on fourth down and two at the elm creek seven arcadia loop city a 32 to 30 lead with 536 remaining in the contest jones will line up with kusik On his right shoulder, Scott on his left shoulder. The Elm Creek crowd trying to make some noise, as you can hear below us. Jones, hard count. Elm Creek jumped. Elm Creek jumped. He hard counted him twice. And Elm Creek offsides. First down, Arcadia Loop City. That's a killer for Elm Creek their fifth penalty of the ball game, and that's a big one. Arcadia Loop City has been clean with the flag so far here in the second half. So a half the distance to the goal penalty, I guess. That'll move it from about the 8 to the 4. But first and goal now for the Rebels. Up by 2, looking for more. Scott to the left, Kuzik to the right. Jones calling the cadence. And they'll snap it to him, hand it off to Kusick up the middle, and Kusick stretches for the one but does not get in. It'll be a gain of three. Second down and goal at the one-yard line. And that allows Arcadia Loop City to chew up even more clock. They won't snap it until there's probably under five minutes remaining in this football game. They check the sidelines again. Jones looked over there a couple of times, but you're at the one. This shouldn't be all that difficult. Looks like they're going to maybe line up right under center, and it's actually going to be Kusick lining up under center. Kusick takes it off left guard, and no signal. They say no. He's about three inches away from getting in. It'll be third down and goal at the one. That was kind of dangerous. He got flipped up in the air with the ball exposed. You punch that thing loose at that point, look out. But again, the clock continues to run. Here comes Hans Robinson. gets Willow out. But I mean, literally, there. you can't tell from our vantage point that the nose of the ball isn't touching the goal line. That's how close it is. And when you got that big offensive line, this should be nothing more than a sneak straight forward on third and an inch. And Kusick will come up under center and they'll push him in if they have to. And Kusick is into the end zone for the touchdown. They didn't have to help him. Caden Kusick takes it in for the second time. And now Elm Creek has to find a way to stop the two-point conversion. 38-30, only 406 remaining. Elm Creek couldn't convert the last time so they have to come up with the defensive stop and they have not done that yet tonight Arcadia Loop City 4-4 four for four. Jones with Scott to the right again and we're gonna get a timeout Arcadia Loop City figures why not let's use it on what could be the game-winning play here brought to you by ENT Positions of Carney the conversion coming up when we return
0: Citizens Bank and Trust in Loop City, St. Paul, and Central City recognizes the importance of saving. No matter what your goal is, Citizens Bank and Trust has a savings option that's right for you. Citizens Bank and Trust offers everything you need in banking to keep your life, farm, and business running financially sound. Best of luck to all area student-athletes in the competition. From all of us at Citizens Bank and Trust in Loop City, St. Paul, and Central City. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender.
1: Another Five Points Bank touchdown brought to you by Five Points Bank in Carney, the better bank. A one-yard quarterback sneak. Caden Kusick lining up to take it after the Rebels converted two fourth downs on that drive. A fourth down and two, and a fourth down and three. They did get them to jump off sides on that second fourth down at the seven. 4.06 remaining in the game. Arcadia Loop City 38, Elm Creek 30, but the two-point conversion is coming up. And for what it's worth, Elm Creek still has all their timeouts if they need to score twice. So the teams break the huddle, and we're lined up to go. Flanker out wide to the left. Same formation, they've run all half. Jones sends Kusick out of the backfield. Hands it to Scott, Scott working, Scott turning, the pile still moving, they haven't blown it dead yet, and finally they shove him backwards, and the conversion is no good, and for the first time tonight, the Rebels are stopped. Boy, they just kept pushing and pushing and pushing, and finally the rest of the Buffaloes were able to get in there and stop him. So with 4.06 to go, Elm Creek will get the ball down 38-30 here on
6: Power 99. When you want the very best, go see Trotter When you always get more for your dollar We're your little friendly store And we're right next door That's what we're here for, go see Trotter
2: Based in Arcadia with locations across the greatest part of Nebraska Trotters is a proud supporter of all the area student-athletes And wishes them best of luck on the field, court, and in the classroom
6: Friendly service every time Quality is what you'll find where your neighbors and your friends, go see Trotter <coughs>
1: Well, another dandy down the road in Gothenburg, and in overtime, Gothenburg 17, Ord 14. Ord will fall to 5-3 with all losses to top 10 teams, and Gothenburg will win the district at 8-1. and one. So the final in overtime, Gothenburg 17, and Ord 14. So Elm Creek, by stopping that two-point conversion, only down by 8. The boot is away, and it will sail back to the one, and Perez didn't catch it. He just batted it forward. The ball is fumbled, and I think, luckily for the Buffaloes, it goes into their hands at the 11-yard line. Laying on the ground is Hans Robbins. Xavier Perez wanted it to be returned, so he batted the ball, and I don't know that you can do that. But he did, and he is slow to get up, not because he got hurt, but because he almost gave the football game away. But he didn't, and that's all that matters for Elm Creek right now. <laughs> As Coach Doolin, a couple of words for him, getting Carter set. The ball will officially be marked at the 11-yard line of Elm Creek. All their timeouts, down by eight. Exactly four minutes to go in the game. Out wide to the left here is Trey Miner. In the backfield is Lane Gutzwiller for the first time. Perez is on the sidelines. First and ten at the 11. First play of this series. Maybe the last one for Elm Creek. McCarter, low snap, goes quarterback, drop the middle. There actually was all kinds of room, but he was stumbling, trying to pick up the football, and he gets across the 15 to about the 16-yard line. That's going to be a gain of five. Remember, when the football game is over, we'll be bringing you the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show with all the final stats. And keep you up to date on what's going on. Then we'll turn it over to the gang back at the Power 99 studios for the Rivals and Ruts scoreboard show. Still three and a half and counting to go, 38-30. For those of you getting in your vehicles from other games, Arcadia Loop City leading Elm Creek. They were up 24-0. But now 38-30. It was 32-30 until a moment ago. Handoff here. They're going to give it around the left side across the 20. Gutswiller has the first down. Stepping out of bounds at the 23-yard line. So Lane with a 7-yard carry on his first run of the ball game. Perez does not appear to be hurt over here. But Elm Creek doing something different. Lane has carried the football plenty of times this year, but to wait to possibly the last drive of the regular season seems a bit odd as Perez continues to stand over here first and 10 at the 23. McCarter takes the snap quarterback draw has some room to left 25 gets a block and he's gonna be brought down the ball came out Arcadia loop City's on it but he was down I think that's the right call I think the ground caused the fumble at the 29-yard line and they're calling him down a gain of six that time for mccarter big call i think it's right but that's just one time it's right in front of us here and arcadia loop City's defense has been good a couple of turnovers each way have elevated the score this game each team has turned it over twice and the other team was able to take advantage of short fields and score second down and five at the twenty-eight. McCarter takes the snap, fakes the handoff, rolls right, wants to throw. Nobody open, so he bounces it in front of his intended receiver, Gage Claybaugh, at the 35-yard line. That is the first pass attempt of the fourth quarter for Elm Creek, and it comes at the 218 mark. Stopping the clock, third down and five. Again, Elm Creek does have their timeouts. But this will definitely be a go-for-it situation if they can't convert here on third. So McCarter trots back out to the huddle with the play call. Perez is back in the ball. He's in the backfield with McCarter. Miner out wide to the right. This has got to be a bread-and-butter play here. One of your go-tos if you're Elm Creek. Shifting one, shifting twice is Perez. McCarter takes the snap. Hands it to Perez, left side, follows his block, slips, and this is all about the mark. Robbins out there leading the block. This is all about the spot. If he hadn't slipped, it would have been a first down easily, and now they are going to call it a first down. So out to the 34-yard line for Perez, and move the chains. The clock running. It'll be under two minutes by the time Elm Creek snaps it again. They trail 38-30 to Arcadia Loop City here at home. First and 10 at the 34. Perez slot right, minor wide right. Nobody in the backfield except the quarterback, McCarter. He'll take the snap, roll to the right again. Looks underneath, fakes it. It's a real route for Perez, and then it goes to Clayba- or to uh, Engenberger. They were three yards apart, and Engenberger bounces off his hands incomplete. That's a dangerous one there. They were running the wheel route outside with Perez, and then they drug Engenberger across the formation again, and the ball bounces off of his hands. Again, first down passing has not been good tonight for Elm Creek, but it does stop the clock with 1.46 remaining. So two games today on Power 99 that went right down to the wire. Earlier, Elwood won a district championship over Overton, 42-38. Arcadia Loop City trying to do the same, but Elm Creek has the last crack here, 38-30. Perez in motion. Back to pass, McCarter has time, throws it deep down the middle of the field into double coverage, and it's incomplete. Trying to get it to Miner. Miner had his hands on it. Or was it Smith? Excuse me. Yep, Smith, Smith down there going for it, and that was kind of 50-50. He might have just been patting it down, although it hit him on the hands. There were two defensive backs back there again, and Scott and Rogers trying to cover it for Arcadia Loop City. Third down and 10 at their own 34-yard line. 141 remaining, still plenty of time. Elm Creek's just got to make sure they find a way to get a first down here. Minor wide to the right, Perez in the backfield with McCarter. Karsten takes the snap, gives it to Perez, room up the middle, 40, 35, and he almost broke it. Scott got him by the ankles, but it's enough for a first down into Arcadia, Luke City territory. A gain of 11 yards on the play. Whew. Quick popper there for Xavier Perez, and the Rebel Hearts dropped. 136. they they'll run the clock as soon as they get the chain set. But again, plenty of time. 90 seconds, 35 yards away. They need a touchdown and a two. Perez again up the middle. He's got five, he's got ten. He's got another first down. Virtually the same play and uh, virtually the same way that he's tackled. Up at the 23. 12 more for Perez as he's approaching 100 yards. They're hustling up. They're going to keep running it. Miner out to the right just keep Perez back there. three down linemen for Arcadia Loop City McCarner Perez again this time he has to go outside to the 20 and steps out of bounds between the 17 and 18 they'll give him the 17 that's a gain of seven more and Perez now over a hundred yards and 49 of that here in the fourth quarter 113 to go in the game clock stopped as he goes out of bounds at the 17-yard line, second down, and a short four here. As Arcadia Loop City has to hustle a guy off the field at the last second. Does McCarter take a shot? And do they keep grinding it out here over the left side with Perez? Second and four. McCarter wants to throw. Looks for a slant. It's picked off. And the Rebels running down the left sideline will slide down at the 30 yard line the second interception of the ball game for Preston Rogers it was thrown behind Trey Miner and such a promising drive and again the game not over the game not over Elm Creek has their timeouts Rogers slid down thinking okay we can just kneel on the football it's not over Ball's at the 29-yard line. So the INT, Arcadia Loop City, does need to get a first down here. A minute four to go. But a tough one after Perez took him down the field behind the left side of that offensive line. Jones takes the snap. Hands it off. Kusick, he's going to get a good chunk here up to the 35-yard line. That's going to be a gain of about six on the play. And timeout called here by Elm Creek. The first timeout of the half brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. One minute to go. Arcadia Loop City needs a first down. 38-30 over Elm Creek. We'll be right back. And welcome back, high school football here on Power 99. Preston Rogers started it with a pick six, and his interception here with just over a minute to go might end it for Arcadia Loop City. They have it second down and four at their own 35-yard line. Elm Creek using their first timeout, And again, you've got to... Trying to guess right here too, the way that they run the football for the Rebels. Everybody's in there so tight that you have to be able to tackle anybody that has the ball. All three of them could have it. Jones, here comes the run blitz up the middle. handoff, and a gain of about a yard. And timeout quickly called. Kusick jumps over the 35 to about the 36-and-a-half-yard line. It's going to be third down and three as they will call their second timeout. And while they do that, let's go ahead and take a look at our platinumpreps.com scoreboard. Here's what we've got for you. Final and overtime, Gothenburg 17, Ord 14. Centura beats Broken Bow 15-6. Alma defeats Arapaho 40-18. Burwell beats Ansley Litchfield 41-14. to South Loop comes back to beat Amherst 12-6. Amherst was up 6-0 in the fourth quarter of that football game. Still looking for an update on Shelton Fullerton, Bertrand Pleasanton, and SEM Eustace Farnham. If you have those scores, please give us a uh, buzz or a text to 646 506 Kennesaw a winner tonight over Giltner. Huge play. Coming up here, third down. And about two and a half to go here for Arcadia Loop City. They get it. They win. They don't. Elm Creek has life. Hard count. Are they going to flag him again? I think they're going to flag Elm Creek, and that'll be the game. They jumped offsides on the last touchdown. And, of course, they had to take a chance and get in there. They hard count him, and that is going to do it. The offsides on Elm Creek. And, and that'll set up first and ten here for the Rebels with 56 seconds to go. Not the most exciting way for it to come to an end, but Arcadia Loop City will take it. They've won seven in a row, and the first loss of the year for Elm Creek. Both teams will head into the playoffs, home games at 7-1 and one on the season. As Jones takes the snap and comes to an E, they'll have to do that one more time here and be able to end this football game. So after a 24-0 lead, Arcadia Loop City has to hold on to win this by a score of 38 to 30. Jones one more time. Takes the snap, takes an E, and that will end it here on this Thursday. So the Rebels put together a seven-game winning streak and look to go deep into the playoffs. They were the quarterfinals last year before being knocked out by eventual state finalist Burwell. And a good big thank you to Corey Sputansky, the athletic director, Mitch Muma, and all the folks here at Elm Creek for their hospitality. And the final score here tonight, the Arcadia Loop City Rebels, 38, and the Elm Creek Buffaloes, 30. The New West Post Game Show coming your way in a moment.
6: And welcome back to
1: Elm Creek. Time now for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. The Rivals and Ruts scoreboard show coming up for more scores from around the area and the state. But right now, let's go ahead and take a look at the final numbers we had in tonight's ballgame. First off for Elm Creek, it took a while to get going, but Xavier Perez had a big fourth quarter, 49 of his 104 yards. He had 18 carries, 104 yards, and a touchdown. Kobe Smith, one carry, 12 yards, and a touchdown. Lane Gutswiller, one carry, seven yards. And Karsten McCarter also had 18 carries in the football game. He had 69 yards and a touchdown. So overall, 38 rushing attempts in the football game. 192 yards unofficially rushing the football for Elm Creek. For McCarter, through the air. In the first half, 5 of 9 with an interception and a touchdown for 64 yards. In the second half, 4 of 10 with an interception for 26 yards. So unofficially, 9 of 19, 2 interceptions, 1 touchdown, 90 yards through the air, 192 on the ground. That's 282 yards of offense. They never punted the ball tonight. They had 2 turnovers in the first quarter. They ended up with 6 penalties for 29 yards, 20 first downs in the contest. So again, 192 rushing, 90 through the air, 282 total, 20 first downs, two turnovers, no punts, six penalties for 29 yards. We'll come back and look at the final numbers for the Rebels of Arcadia Loop City right after this. Well, as the fans uh, head to congratulate their players and to their vehicles to warm up, let's take a look at the final unofficial numbers for Arcadia Loot City. Caden Cusick, 18 carries, 61 yards, and 2 touchdowns. Jaden Scott, 23 carries, 177 yards, and 2 touchdowns. Jaden Jones, 5 carries, 19 yards. 46 rushing attempts, 257 yards for Arcadia Loop City. Wasn't the night through the air. Again, Jaden Jones averages about 151 yards a game, but tonight he was 1 of 4 in the first half, 0 of 3 in the second half, 1 of 7 for 8 yards, no interceptions, no touchdowns. So 8 passing yards, 257 on the ground, 265 yards of total offense, 20. No, let's see, 16 first downs for Arcadia Loop City. They putted the ball three times for an average of 37 yards. Two turnovers, both of them fumbles, and three penalties all in the first half for 38 yards. So a couple of turnovers for each team that were turned into points, but the difference was uh, Elm Creek kicked the field goal, and Arcadia Loop City had an extra touchdown, and uh, the Rebels able to get the job done again with 265 total, 16 first downs, Three punts, two turnovers, and three penalties in this football game. Let's go ahead and take a look at your scoring wrap brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. Arcadia Loop City turned out to be a huge thing to win the toss tonight because they deferred, kicked off to Elm Creek, returned it out to the 33 yard line. And on the first play of the game, Preston Rogers jumped the route, a 36 yard interception return for a touchdown. Scott with the two point run, eight to nothing. Then Gus Tucker comes up with a fumble recovery at the Elm Creek 22 yard line. And on fourth and eight, Jaden Scott runs it in from nine yards out to make it 16 to nothing after the Cusick kick. Then Elm Creek goes for it on fourth and one at the two and does not get the first down. Arcadia Loop City marches at 78 yards, capped on a 12 yard Caden Cusick run. He also had the two point conversion. 5.41 to go in the second quarter. This is a 24 to nothing game. But then that's when things got going from Elm Creek. Fifty seconds later, Karsten McCarter hooks up with Gage Claybaugh on a 48-yard touchdown. The two-point conversion from Claybaugh to minor makes it 24-8 at the 450 mark. On the very next play, Arcadia Loop City fumbles it. Troy Brummels covers it at the 30-yard line. McCarter takes it in from 11 yards out. The two-point conversion, no good. 3:02 to go in the second quarter. It's 24-14. And then Gage Claybaugh nails a 30-yard field goal on the final play of the half. And they're right back in at 24-17 at halftime. After a kick that was bottled a little bit to start the third quarter, the Rebels started their own eight, but they managed to go 72 yards, and Scott takes it in from three yards out. Cattle Rose adds the two-point run, 32-17 Rebels, 8.43 to go. Elm Creek answers right back after uh, Smith takes a scrib kick. Back to the 30-yard line, he scores the touchdown on his only carry of the night, a 12-yarder. Claybaugh adds the extra point kick, 609 to go in the third. It's 32 to 24. Then Angenberger comes up with a fumble recovery at the Arcadia, Luke City 30-yard line. They're able to march it and score in the first minute of the fourth quarter. Xavier Perez, a seven-yard run. The two-point conversion pass, though, was no good. And with 11-11 to go in the game. The 24-point deficit had been cut to two, 32-30. Arcadia Loop City with the lead, but they were able to grind it out, and Caden Cusick scores with 4.06 to go on a one-yard run. They converted two fourth downs on that drive. The two-point conversion was no good, so it was still a one-possession game, and Elm Creek was able to move the ball all the way down. Inside the 25-yard line, but then a pass a little bit behind Trey Miner. Picked off by Preston Rogers. He returns it out to the 29. Arcadia Loop City able to get one first down and run out the clock. And the Rebels 38, the Buffaloes 30. Our scoring wrap brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. We'll take a final break and wrap it up after this.
2: Welcome to Freddy's. What can we get started for you?
11: I haven't had a carb in three weeks, and if I have one more sip of a kale smoothie, I need a Freddy's original double with cheese, fries, and a turtle sundae. Please. We understand. If you're gonna be bad, it better be good. And no one satisfies your cravings better than Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers. The experience that puts a smile on your face, and the taste that brings you back. For a limited time, try Freddy's Blue Cheese Bacon Steak Burger.
12: Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers, 1010 Third
1: Avenue, Carney. You've been listening to the U.S. Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery Post Game Show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. Schedule your appointment today. We have two good ones. For district championships, as they should be, Elwood 42, Overton 38, and Arcadia Loop City 38, and Elm Creek 30. We will see how the brackets come out and uh, talk about our coverages Monday for high school football playoff games. Tomorrow, Gibbon and Wood River here on Power 99. Kearney Catholic Holdridge on ESPN 1460. Adam Central Cozad on ESPN 1550. Northwest and Hastings on 1230 KHAS, and Blue Hill. At Axtell on the Breeze, 94.5. You can find out more and also follow along online at platteriverpreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance. We're at the state cross-country meet with updates all day tomorrow. And then, of course, Monday, subdistrict volleyball from Holdridge with Carney Catholic, Adams Central, Minden Gibbon, and Southern Valley. For our producer-engineer, Cannon Rath, I'm Doug Duda. Stay tuned. All the scores and highlights from around the state on this Thursday night are coming up on the Rivals and Ruts scoreboard show. Again, the final, Arcadia Loop City 38, Elm Creek 30. This is Doug Duda saying good night.
2: The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio Classic
18: Hits Power 99 sports production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.